getting close on that on the on the camera. Did it feel like a bit more in, not intense, but you know, because there's a camera uh, and you know you're being filmed. Um, not really, to be honest. Because like, when it was on Skype, it's just you, you just kind of flow into it. Whereas yeah. this feels more like. Well, it's a bit different anyway because it's actually in person. Mm. Like, don't forget, I think I've ever done a live fucking oh. podcast. Live on the YouTube. Yeah. yeah. That's all we do. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, fucking, what have I been doing? Uh, starting in York now for work. So I'll fucking be going there a couple of days a week. Yeah, I sound like I'm doing a fucking interview or something. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> too tell, me, tell, yeah, tell me a bit about yourself. Yeah, it's too formal, this, for yeah. mine and your liking, really. Maybe we should get the couch, bring the couch up here. That'd be nice. I don't know, it's like, the camera's there as well. I feel like I've got to look at the camera, like I've got to dress the camera, but you don't have to. You can he, just, do, he doesn't do on Joe Rogan, does he? What? He doesn't do on Joe Rogan, does he? I don't know. What does he? I don't know. I think he does. Yeah, no, not right. Um... Playing with different footy team, well, same footy team, but my Saturday one folded now. Yeah. So, um, basically asked me to play for the Sunday one instead, so I'm playing on the Sunday now. Yeah, it's going to be a long day. Yeah, <laughs> we've not fought through about the, the stewards. I think we are one Yeah. Just fucking stay down. What's that thing that you do in boxing where it's like they the having in two before the fight? Yeah, the, the pre and fight. Pre match stare down. Yeah, the yeah. pressure thing. Yeah, I mean, the room's good for distracting your eye con- contact, isn't it? Well, especially the fucking 300 eyes looking at you there. <laughs> <laughs> That's Alex Gray, that. Fuck it. I, bought, I ordered this from America, and I ordered a poster up there, and you end up getting import tax on it, so it was. It ended up costing quite a bit. Is that, is that from um, AliExpress? No. No, no, no. It's from a visionary artist. I think Bennett told me about him. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so he, this guy smokes DMT. Yeah, I think, I think I've seen stuff on him before, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, you may have, might have been you telling me about it, to be fair. But, um, yeah, because he does it. That's him as well, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, when my brother used to have gaffs in here, like, when everyone would be off the res in the other room. Trippy. <laughs> People would come in here and go, ah. Oh. <laughs> fucking mad in here and they'd be off their heads on the them out. But that's where all the, the post-it notes come from. That had a post-it note. I was just going to say, I didn't in a while. But, but last time there was a post-it note would have been fucking start of 2020, no. But mid-2021, maybe? Yeah, yeah well, because when, when did, when did you meet? Prague, I went June 2021. As if that was June. I know, it's been eight so I remember like one of the last times you I seen you before we went before you went. We went on that walk up to Billy's yeah. didn't we? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 And we didn't realise because it was like we just sort of I got asked in a bit and then like a day later I was like, fucking hell, I'm not gonna see you now. Just <laughs> <laughs> a bit, lad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, I mean I think with that decision, it was initially going to be for the summer, but in the back of my mind I was like, I do wanna move there for longer because I think that when I was going away doing the like five day trips and staying in hostels, it was nice, but I always come back and I'd be in the office. Mm. And it just felt weird because it, I remember one time I went, when I went to Copenhagen, I'd like went skinny dipping with these Danish girls, and then that was Friday night, and then Monday I was sat in the office okay. back in work. Planning pizzas. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's so strange that that's what I was doing less than like what, 72 hours before. It's almost like a come down right now, a little bit. Yeah, it was. It is a come down because 
you just get drawn back into reality of the bullshit. The bullshit of speaking to people about politics. Bullshit. Yeah, work politics. Yeah. Stuff you don't really care about either. And now that seems so far away. Mm. I can't imagine being in that lifestyle now. Well, it, that's that's because like literally, what are we on? Is it like a couple of months till it's been a year or whatever? I don't know. A couple of months, four or five months. Since since I've been there for a year. Yeah, yeah. It's mad. It's fucking nuts, that. And how much has changed, even since I've gone there? So <laughs> when I got there, it was like, that oh, shit's gonna. I know it's fucking crazy. It's gonna be. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, oh god, that is not good. Something to say about this. Nice. Yeah, it's gonna be bad for your back. Maybe we should swap chairs. Do you want to get you like a chair? I'm not. I'm alright. Just I mean, creaking. It's yeah, creaking. That'll be a, a bit of a pain. The though. creaking's gonna be bad, but I also really can't bother editing the podcast because that's a science podcast. I had to edit it for ages. Yeah. So I'll tell you what. You can try fill some dead earth. I'll go get you a chair. Just make <laughs> sure you watch it back. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh... <laughs> Alright. So for you guys at home, I just getting a chair for myself. <laughs> Doesn't sound like you've been having a chat. Just ask him if they've been busy. <laughs> there you go, bro. That's gonna be better for you, bye. Let's creep as well. Yeah. So what are we talking about? Me escaping. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so what? Uh, I'll still be in, probably still in Ireland, I reckon, man. I don't know. I'll probably figure it out. I didn't check it. I don't know. It should be okay. Yeah, we're concerned about the video. I'm not I'm not sure if people watch it more on YouTube or not Spotify. On Spotify. So I was impressed. Um, so you can go on RSS and look at your analytics. Uh, and you can see... Where people have downloaded your podcast. Sorry, yeah. RSS is where you. What's that? So you upload your podcast to RSS, and then that's the you get like an RSS feed, and then Spotify and Apple Podcasts use that to kind of put that into their system. Do you have to? Do you have to pay? Yeah. Like a subscription. Fee so I think it was seventy quid for the year to get it on RSS, and and then something for Spotify as well. Well, you, Spotify is just your normal premium service so if you pay premium Spotify then you can well you can have your podcast on there but you still have to pay for the RSS oh right fair enough yeah it's not too bad though is it really no it's not too bad it's, it's quite interesting because I was like no one's going to fucking listen to this podcast and then if you can zoom into where people listen to and it's like someone from South Africa quite a few people in America uh, and then just like in random places and you're like well, what's who's listening to that there one sort of like it was like one download in Moscow <laughs> it's like yeah, but... so, actually, so can you see um, how many people like the streams of per podcast or yeah, per yeah. hour or whatever I think you're number one that's why you're back on that's got to get in no nah, it's not why you're back on <laughs> you, are number, you are number one but it's not really the reason why you're back on uh, but yeah I think you've got like 31 downloads so, so what, I, I don't understand what that means. So that means literally I, listen to the whole thing. I don't know. See, I don't know myself because what it, can you get stuck in a numbers game where it's like, oh yeah, I've got. It's like likes on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I've got, oh, got two hundred dollars on the <laughs> podcast. But how many people have actually listened to it? I know Ellie listened to this. Yeah, hi Ellie. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was just wondering, like, cause if you could see, 
like how many people actually went from start to finish or like where where it goes up and down where people no. fuck off or people well you, you can do that with youtube right it's, i've noticed that with youtube you can watch the analytics of like people stay average stay time or um, you can see like engagement over the time but you know it could be depends how long the podcast is depends who's on as well it's like I had James Watson on, and obviously his mates all watch it as well. I'd yeah, say it's yeah, yeah. most of them are my friends too, and they, they watch it. I'm sure, I, I think I'm trying to get different people. It's quite fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're having like a, it's like a little portfolio of just fucking people, random heads. Yeah. What would be good is just getting everyone who's got a post it note on the podcast, and then every cover could be a post it note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, mate. You'd um, you do some tracking down with some of them. <laughs> 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 people you're not supposed to and fucking donkeys well donkeys I say yeah man. so yeah you're number one congratulations you don't get anything for it mm-hmm. um, get to return yeah what you get to return get to return to the podcast I need again. to get the numbers up I need them yeah, yeah 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 that's interesting well, I don't know why that would have been I, to be honest I, I can't really remember what we waffled on about I don't Two hours ago, whatever it was. It sounded good. I think me and you just, when we meet <clears throat> up, it's like we just fucking get, regurgitate words at each other. Mm. And it's like, that sounded all right, see you in a bit. And then it's like, <laughs> we might not speak to each other properly for a while. And then we just have like some dead deep conversations. Go oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Yeah, cheers, Eddie. Uh, cheers, Speech sexual. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good. I think it's nice having them relationships where you can just yeah. not even be concerned about what's going to come out of your mouth. Yeah, non-judgmental conversation. Yeah. That's just a bit of a brain dump, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas, I guess in you we talking, we were talking about like in my previous job, in like normal office jobs or whatever work you have, it's common to not have them conversations. Even well, in most jobs, you're not focused on having a two-hour conversation with somebody, so it's it's not very likely or common that you're going to be doing that on a on a basis. So when you do, it's it's quite nice. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, because you can, you can touch on a, a variety of um, subjects as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's a weird one word. I know with Murphy, they're trying to properly push like a mental health thing, but it's just not like it just it just it just can't be done properly, can it? In because look, I know look, I know some companies are like like trying to do like mental health days, and everyone just gets a fucking day off for the mental health. Yeah. But how do you? How do you, um, what's the word? How do you measure? How do you measure? How do you even. Yeah, you can't measure someone's me- mental You can't just say, have a day off fucking ne- next Tuesday for your mental health. And yeah. It's like, well. It's not even going to come in every day. I'm just like, have a day off for me. I'm fucking. I know, I know. Shit. My dad's just died. But I'm alright. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've had my day off, so. I'm feeling better. I think, yeah, it's difficult because. There's also when it's a corporation, it's a little bit like, are they just doing this because they have to? They do. Uh, yeah, you're right. They're doing it to tick a box, and a lot of it is just box ticking. Because I've noticed that with with my job, they try and get you to do. They try and so basically like when we're trying to get supplies on board, they're trying to get like certain supplies just to tick a box, just to fucking say they've done it, and they don't actually do anything with the certain accreditation criteria or whatever. Hmm. But they're literally just doing it to tick a box, which is just like. Any corporation, they're just doing it to tick a box to look good, different yeah, yeah. perspective, good perspective. Yeah. Oh, look at them, they're, they're doing all nice for mental health, but it doesn't actually. It's, it's just, 
not. Ah, I don't know how to word it, but it's just not. It's not real. Yeah. Like, okay, it's something that they're probably pushing, but realistically, people's mental health is. Is it immeasurable? Yeah, it's immeasurable because there's so many certain things that can uh, affect your mental health. It's, it's like your family re- relations, uh, personal relations, like friends, and then obviously like a, a permanent relationship with somebody. You know, it's it's all these different things that can happen. There's also just people who just have something wrong with their mental health and it's like well how do you how do you even control that how do you control that someone's gonna at one point just snap mm. it's it's immeasurable yes. and I think that okay but I'll, I'll say okay at least they're doing something yeah they're, yeah, they're trying yeah. like you say it's just I just don't think that they're ever gonna solve it by doing that and I, yeah and it's weird as well because what did I I seen something the other day Oh yeah, they're trying to they're trying to trial a four day working week, aren't they as well? Yeah. For some reason, mm-hmm. but that's not going to be transferable across industries anyway because hospitality. How are they going to do four days? They're fucking not, are they? No. Or retail uh, going to do four days? Yeah. Um, manufacturing plants. Yeah. There's just plants that run twenty four seven. They have logistical operations. They have production operations. So many things that go into it. Like okay, maybe for office based jobs it might be easier mm. to say something that's like okay four day working week but how do you define a job I'd say someone's probably got the same job as you at, in another company but it's going to have different responsibilities because it's a different company mm. it could be a, a company in an industry that's performing better than yours so they might have an increase of workflow so they might have to do more hours yeah. because it could, could be impossible one one thing that I don't like is seeing all these bullshit articles or people talking about like getting back into the office and rem- how you need to go back into the office after remote working. It's like no, you don't. People can do the people can do the jobs from working from home, and it's yeah, just I agree. it feels like uh, we like it feels like the corp- companies feel like they've lost control of their employees and. <laughs> it's alright I think we can have one <laughs> one little thing in the background yeah, yeah, yeah. do you feel like you can't move yeah i stuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's behind the camera there are drums all spread out there's chaos to be honest here it looks quite tidy yeah. but Jordan Peterson would not be fucking happy if yeah. you're listening Jordan <laughs> <laughs> yeah I really don't like that like it's this weird mindset that we've got to get out of of Okay, you go to work. I, I when I used to go to my last job, I did not work for my full ten hours mm. or nine hours. There's not a fucking chance. No one's that robotic. You know, you play the it's impossible. You yeah, you, you play the office politics and you go talk to somebody for a bit and you you know, you behave in a certain way. Yeah. But realistically when it comes down to what you have to do, you don't have to be there for that time period, but there's this obsession of you've got to be back in the office. No, we, there's not a chance that we could do that as purely remote. Yeah, there is. You've done it for the past two years and yeah. it's worked. Yeah. And some companies have been more productive than that. That is a push for mental health because you have a better home and work-life balance. You just have a, a better balance in general. Why? Why do, why do people obsess over getting them back into work? No one's... Have you ever met anybody 
let's say this who we know and they say oh, I like work from home but wouldn't mind being back in the office not many people no not many people I so we did well we did fucking hell it's funny you say all this because mm. we did a hybrid thing like three <laughs> days in the office and two at home and I was happy with that I quite like doing that yeah. um, but the fact apparently people are taking the piss and stuff like that with the working from home and they're just apparently so basically people who are going on site they've been saying mm. to the people who work on site oh, we fucking have flexi hours we can do this and that because we work in the office yeah. that's been reported back so now we're five days a week in the office now yeah, yeah. we're being tracked we've got a tracker which is like um, we've got a seating plan so we know where everyone sits now we've got to book our desks we've got a um, track on our little tracker thing where, what days you're in the office and well you where where you are, what office you are in. I was like, this is just getting fucking stupid now. It's literally like being micromanaged from like all the way up to the top. I'm like, we're, we're just, for our business, we've literally, I think we've been like the most profitable year we had last year. Yeah, like, yeah. Fucking everyone away from home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, this, this is just arguably office politics because, yes. oh, someone has moaned because then people in the office have got it better than us lads on site or whatever it could be. And yeah, arguably they do. Probably if if they if they if they're working from home for multiple times of the week that is but why can't also people accept that well that's the perks of their job you know there's obviously perks of people who work on site as well I don't know what the salary is of that but they could be getting paid more for doing that job I don't fucking know oh, exactly. but there's this obsession and it happened at my job where everyone's looking at other people why do they get to do that why do they get to do that oh let's have a moan I'm gonna fucking moan about my life and how shit it is it's like it's not that shit and it's making it worse for everybody else it's it's so frustrating i remember getting like one day a week and being told that it was like a, a perk one day a week working oh right yeah. it was a perk and it was after like the peak of the pandemic and i was like it's not a fucking perk is it really is it it's like everyone else has been doing it you know and it's going to be sold as like i have to appreciate the fact that i can do my job from yeah. home which i just do by driving to work just to sit there and physically be there when i can physically be somewhere else yeah, that's what it's all about fucking control <laughs> well it no it does it does feel like that and it is why does it have to be that way what what benefit do they get from you being on site, if you if you can do your job from home, what's the benefit of driving all the way to work? Okay, so then you could you could be got a real hippie on them and make an argument of like climate change. Well, man. I was just going to say that because ultimately it's reducing the business. You can even go right; it's reducing the business's carbon footprint here. And, yeah. you, and for us, we lease an office. Fuck, why are you leasing the office? Put yeah. the office off. Get everyone to work from home. It, You're saving. I don't know how much they lease it for. Or whatever, yeah. but. You're saving, you're saving money by not having to lease that property. And you're saving the planet. You're saving the planet. That fucking do it, that. <laughs> that fucking valid argument. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I snapped with my last job. It was, I liked the people I worked with and there was issues with it. There was issues with every job, you know. And there's, But there's benefits, you know. I got, I got paid decent money. Uh, I've actually made a CV now and I put it out there just to see what I could get and it was surprising at how much more money. I was getting offered by different companies for doing the same thing. Really? Yeah. So I was going to be earning £27,000 a year, which is pretty good from September. But in the last year of my apprenticeship, to pay back a government-funded scheme, let me just say that, government-funded scheme, not funded by a company, I got paid 80% of my final salary. 
And then, you know, I kind of took it in as a naive 19-year-old person. And you also get the, well, you know, you get what you would say is when you throw criticism at it, it was, well, you're getting your degree paid for. It's like, yeah, I know. I applied for a job that pays for my degree. I know mm. that. But I'm just outlining that. I'm doing my job here. Surely I should be getting paid correctly for it. But no, so I was ended up getting paid, like, what, I think it was 21 grand a year. And then... When I've been getting offers, it's been like thirty to thirty-five thousand pound a year, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, my pants down." And then I think I've mentioned this on a different podcast. The guy who was replacing me, no, wasn't replacing me, replacing the other lad who left, told me how much money he was getting, and he'd never. I think he had no experience in the company before or whatever, and he was getting paid thirty grand from the start doing the same job and I was like right yeah. fucking the nail was there the hammer just went boom and I know just went in it, well it, it was in before that that was the uh, last that was the last day before I was I got the train on that day I got the train down to London and then I flew out to Prague the next day and I was like oh wow but, I mean you, that's the game though that's the fucking game like they it, but you have to do that to them that, that's what I'm doing now it's yeah, like yeah. these companies is that it's a free market, and if they're gonna play the game of the free market, then we play it too. Exactly. Um, it around that bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's like well, that's the way the fucking cookie crumbles. Do you reckon there's um, there's always a bit of a weird, I don't know, actually, like a weird little energy around people telling people what you earn. Have you not, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's like I don't know why, but I've just noticed that like the office is like it's dead secretive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just numbers, just numbers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. I, I I think that's like last uh, probably you could say that the issue of working for like a private company is it an issue that people get paid more money than others for doing the same job and then well what we said before like what defines the same job realistically you know me and you could do you they, me and you you get employed by the same company and I could go ah oh, fucking slope off for a little bit mm. and you could pick up all my work and get paid the same amount so then you go well that seems a little bit unfair. You just um, you just reminded me of that uh, Jordan Peterson and Kathy Newman thing. Yeah. You know when he's going on about um, the gender pay gap and all yeah. that and it doesn't exist and stuff. That's just triggered it because he was say about where he says something to do with the skill sets, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And men are naturally more I don't know fucking hardworking or whatever it is, and women are more agreeable, so it suits them more to health and social care, which is naturally paid less. And yeah, yeah, as a as a whole it's to go a whole that. Night, big, yeah. Big, yeah. Well, it's okay so I'll say what I'm doing now I'm working completely online for a company that pays me 0.17 cents so I get paid in dollars and it's for a company called Cambly and it's teaching English to people right yeah and I, well I've got I've got a TEFL qualification because of my last job like they asked me to do one so I got it and that means I can teach English so I'm doing it I don't get paid loads of money, but like the flexibility of just going on. And you go, right, okay, I'm, I'll do four hours tonight. People may or may not call you. And if you use it a lot, people will book your slots. But that's my choice to do that. I also could choose to go for like a, a job in production planning, which is what I was doing. But it's my choice to, I, I'm willingly earning less money because of the mm. freedom I get mm. by having this online platform. Mm. Now, is it unfair that people may use a different platform and charge more who are maybe a little bit more experienced than me? Is that unfair? 
I don't know. I think it's I think it's all right. It's my choice. It's their choice. Well, yeah, because it. Well, equally, you couldn't you just go and apply? Yeah. To work for that company, and they can take you on, and then we. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, no, you are right. But then again, it's like. Oh, I don't know. It's fucking. It's a hole. It's a hole. How I, long we got? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've tried to. I've tried to get out of that hole though. Like, the the problem is, outside of like the corporation world. There's a real know, world out there. There's a real world out there, and we can get obsessed with office politics and saying the right things, and we, you can argue over. Yeah. I think this. This is wrong. This is wrong. Well, and then just not, nothing happens, and then. I I want to get away from that because it's just so draining. It's so fake. Mm, it is fake as fuck. Yeah. I hate, I fucking hate, you know when there's like typical office like, uh, lingo and it's like, we're trying to reinvent the wheel with this and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that fucking just makes my skin cool. Everyone used to always say, oh, how are you doing? I'm living the dream. Yeah. yeah. It's just, <sighs> it is draining. It is draining. Yeah. And yet you've got to play this game of office politics, and no. it's fucking boring. I mean, I, I'm very happy now being a crab. Not only being crab. I mean, <laughs> um, I've got my laptop, and I, I earn money by just logging on, and I don't earn loads of money. I, I think I've averaged now. I've done it for two weeks, and I've averaged what hundred and forty dollars on a week. But you can choose. I could do ten. I could do ten hours a day if I wanted to, but I don't want to. Mm. I could do, but I'm not going to do that. So I'm doing that. I live in Prague, and I can survive off that for a little bit. And then I can also travel with that because traveling is so cheap in uh, Europe. So, for example, I'm going to Latvia in two weeks, and it was £22 for return flights. Now, I can use the site while I'm there if I want to, log on for a little bit, and then pay for it by that way. But I'm not gonna. I'm probably not gonna put any money away into savings or anything for a while because it's just like, well, this how I'm gonna live for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And see how it goes. Yeah, it's. Fuck it. I was gonna say something. I completely lost my train of thought. What were we about? We uh, we were just talking about like office politics. Oh yeah. So well, basically, my point is is that with this, all I have to do is speak to people, and. I had an issue in my last job, which I spoke about in the podcast with Cyan that I did recently, and it was just toxic, and the director was just like a control freak. The manager would just speak to us like shit, and it was like, why am I doing this? Like, that that's the problem with this, it's this like servant attitude, that because, mm-hmm. because you're getting paid by someone, you have to behave in a certain way, and you've got to appreciate every aspect of their personality. Yeah, what are we doing for you? What are we doing for you? It's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm here, I'm... Yeah. I'm doing a service. You're paying me for it. That's it. Right. They're like, oh, look at all the benefits you get. Benefits you get. You get one percent of your salary and your pension. Oh, fucking that. Oh yeah, brilliant or whatever it is. As well, you know, like cause obviously when you work for yourself, oh, you're back hurting me now. When you work, when you work for yourself, you've obviously got like the most precious thing, which is time. Yeah. You've got you can you got your own. You do everything on your own terms, and as well, you can work productively when you feel productive because with an office job like you say you're there 8 till 5 whatever you're mm. fucking shoveling caffeine down your neck just to stay fucking awake and yeah. trying to be productive and do some emails and this report and this fucking spreadsheet it's just working for yourself is definitely the way forward yeah yeah I think that's the way it's going to be I, I think I'm going to go down that path a 
can't. I, I'm doing it a little bit now. I'm technically working for myself, but not. I mean, I've got that company pays me, but I can. It's like being a freelancer, mm. but you're using a service. So it's like you can sign up for as many hours as you want. You can log in whenever you want. You can do whatever you want with it. But you get paid a set amount. But it's freedom. And then I'm using that to get experience in English teaching. I've also had six months experience of teaching these kids English, which was pretty nice. The kids were were great, to be honest. It was just the, the whole management aspect. It was, it was fucking shit. Did, did, you, um, did you shed any uh, tears? It was horrible saying bye. To be honest, because you know when you li- when I left my last job, it's a bit like I'll never talk to you. Well, no, I mean I like I like the team I was with, and I like certain people. It's it's easy to get in. Uh, fuck the whole thing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, there's people I'm a mentor. He was nice. Me and him spoke about music a lot. There was just certain parts of my job that I just didn't like, and at the end of the day, it wasn't for me. And you know, I've I've highlighted a few problems of pay and whatever. But it doesn't summarise your whole experience with the company. It's, yeah. it's easy to do that. Oh, this one thing happened to me, which was bad. The whole thing is bad. Where it's like, no, you know, the, my manager was sound with me on a, on a personal level. Helped me with like personal issues. Um, What's a bit mature perspective to take from it? Because I know a lot of people, like you say, would just, oh, I'll, I'll just literally remember the bad things about it. Like you say, you gotta, you gotta take a step back and a, and look at it from a broader point of view. Yeah, well, I, I met people there who I've came really close with uh, Damo for example yeah, he's like my second family I feel like I cheat on my family when I go to see him <laughs> just go you go I went around to his house and I ended up going like climbing mountains with him um, and just developing a really good friendship with him or other people uh, like Craig really like play music with him got into music and you develop relationships like that and it's just there's benefits of it there's also negatives of it now what, how do you look at it so that's just fucking life though isn't it it's just yeah. it's not going to not going to be plain sailing is it you know that video of you I'd got to weigh up the pros and cons <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of course yeah. Uh, yeah so I guess I don't really know what we're on we're just fucking regurgitating <laughs> words here but I think my approach now has gone down like a, a freelance route and I've started teaching I, I texted you the other day about the fella I met at a kebab shop uh, from Uzbekistan oh yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is great yeah. so I was in a kebab shop near where I live in Prague and the kebabs are there great. They're like really tightly wrapped in the film and we only heard about it because we ordered one with Walt, not not delivery, Walt Eats it's called. Oh fucking hell, where did they do that? I think when I went to Budapest, maybe. Is it Bolt or Walt? I think it's Walt and, maybe Walt and Bolt. I think it's Walt, it's definitely Walt. Does it kind of look like the delivery? Yeah, but it's blue and yeah, white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, they, I think, I think um, when I went to Budapest, they, they had it there as well. I think it's in Europe they've got them. And then we ordered it, and this guy was like, you know, there's a kebab shop around the corner, like, you don't have to order here. Like, we ordered from the same kebab shop, but like a different branch of it. Hmm. Like, all right, so I went, and a few times, and I met this guy, and he just heard my English accent, he was like, Oh, uh, where are you from? I was like, oh, I'm from Scam. Yeah. <laughs> I always say, oh, like near Manchester. Yeah, it's just stands in it. And he was like, you're a football player. I was like, I'm not a football player, mate. No, in my childhood dreams, I was, yeah, but yeah, yeah. definitely not now. And we just ended up having a laugh. And remember when that meme was going around and it was like, bottle of water? English people saying bottle of water or something. I can't remember. 
yeah, so there was this going around and he was joking with me and then he ended up asking me, like, what do I do? And I was like, well, technically I'm an English teacher, so that's what I do. And then he was like, all oh, right, okay, should we have some lessons? Then I didn't hear from him. We got each other's number, didn't hear from him for like two months. And he texted me the other day, he's like, do you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, all right, go on. And I said I'll charge like 200 Czech crowns, which is, I don't know, seven quid an hour, something like that. I don't know, I was like, I don't fucking care. And then I went, oh, just buy his coffee. Just buy his coffee and just chatting to him. And it's great. It's just like I'm talking to him and then he's just telling me more about his life and like how he moved from Uzbekistan to the Czech Republic. Yeah, he's getting married next month and he hasn't seen his girlfriend for two years. She's moving here. Well. Yeah, it's, it, but it's so interesting. You must have big fucking blue bottles in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. But and then he ended up going to uh, oh, Samarkaland. Not the actual place, but it's a restaurant in Prague. He invited me to go to Samarkand, and he bought me uh, loads of food from Uzbekistan. I, like, I'd not charged him any money for the uh, lessons. I just sent him, like, buy a coffee, took it to another place, buy me a coffee, and then he was like, oh, we'll try some Uzbeki food. Fucking well, nice. Mm. And then he bought me some, and I was like, oh, good, I'll get you a, an English breakfast next time. But it's just like, what, so what, what, is, what is the kind of typical Uzbeki scrap? Yeah. So I think if you go to Uzbekistan, they have these huge bowls in the middle of the street that you cook you throw like oil in and you throw like lamb in or whatever not a full live lamb obviously <laughs> like a chopped up lamb <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, then, and then yeah I don't know there's rice loads of ingredients that yeah, go yeah, into yeah. it I can't remember the name of the food but it was nice it was lovely and then he's getting married and there's 500 people 500 people going to his wedding next oh, month in Uzbekistan yeah. yeah it gets out the goulash. Goulash, yeah, I've heard of goulash. Huh. Yeah, it's a kind of sound. Uh, it's it's n- no, it's not similar to goulash because goulash is quite creamy, isn't it? No, they have it's like a fucking broth. Goulash, yeah, well, so they have goulash in the Czech Republic a lot. Uh, so I've had that a few times. It's not like goulash. It's more. Oh fucking hell! I'm doing a terrible job. Considering I only, I only had it what, two days ago, hmm. yeah, I'm doing a bad job. Remember, it's like rice and peppers. Um, some other stuff. There's <laughs> loads, loads of stuff that goes into it. It's fucking nice. Because like, we went to fucking Budapest with some questionable scrum. Like, we had, I don't even know, but we had like these four sausages. We had some places like four sausages and chips and some veg. And I was thinking, I was just getting, you know, like little small sausages, like about that big. And they came and they were literally like that big. You know, do you remember when we were at the lakes? Cumberland sausage. Yeah. Do you know when you launched that? So Cumberland. Cumberland sausage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they came like that, and it was. It looked fucking dis- God, it disgusting. It looked disgusting. Nice. Who were we with in that? When that lake trip was it? Kate McKenzie. Kate, maybe Kate McKenzie and maybe. And Louise. Yeah. Shout out Kate McKenzie and Louise. I think I think Jack maybe might have been on that table. Yeah. Shout out Jack. Shout, <laughs> shout out Jack. <laughs> Katie Merck and uh, John. Imagine the odds that they're listening to this now. That would be funny, like the mm. rental fall off. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> Not the books, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to go back and get the little timestamp on that and just send a... Just, yeah, just <laughs> send Katie. Not the books. Just listen to this bit. So, the point. Was there a point of this podcast? I don't think there was. Probably was. We're not finished. I'm not like, concluding. <laughs> Probably, it's only been... I think it's only... Not, I don't know. I don't know how long it's been. But, so the last time we caressed around the arsehole of your 
experience with mental health. I don't know what that meant then. He's got caressing the arsehole. Caressing the arsehole of mental. Ben's mental health. Yeah, that sounds questionable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing. I don't know what I'm saying here, Ben. I just feel like it's an awkward topic to bring up. I didn't know how to bring it up. So, I just, so that's, that's the way you went. <laughs> that's the way I went with it, caressing the arsehole of it. Yeah, yeah, um, Because, you know, you went through therapy. And you didn't really, like, I think you're doing all right. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it's fucking... I've seen it this, like... Probably, I think it was, like, a couple of days ago, I was thinking, it's mental, like... Because I remember, I remember when I was going through, like, mad shit, I was literally thinking to myself, just, just fucking ride out, you know. Yeah. You in a year's time would be like, well, I'm buzzing that you've, you've fucking gone through all this shit now. Mm. Um, and it's been, like, eight months, nine months since I first, my head fell off. And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, so, flying. But the, 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 um, the CBT was good. Because it, 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 initially it was meant to be CBT. Yeah. Which is obviously the um, like behavioural therapy, just like noticing triggers and all that shit. Mm. But after like four, she's like, nah, I think we need to go deep. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Going deep, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it kind of became more like counselling on myself then. It was, it was like, it was almost like, I don't even know. It was like, it was almost like they just literally, we try to get right to the root causes of why I did things. And, mm. and I think. The reason I think the reason I got myself in the state I did initially is because we like we thought in a mad way, didn't we? For a lot, you know what I mean by like. Yeah, I guess so. Well, that's so like we was just quite often with deep, pretty much everything. Yeah, me. Yeah, me and you go like, deep in our conversations. I'd say. And it was like, and a lot of a lot of time it was like my I was literally deep in like fucking everything. I was like, yeah. I was this like that. Like, what's how can we do this? How is that? But like. Because I was in a decent headspace when we were doing it, I was silent. It was like, oh, it's mad, fucking mm. madness. And then, obviously, when certain, I don't know, went through like a, a certain fucking hiccups in my life, that I think was all flipped. And it was like, fuck, man, it was all confusing and scary and like, like intimidating. And like, it just sort of made me. It was like, literally, it was like, I just forgot completely who the fuck I was. It was mad. Yeah. And I feel like from. From I think it was June, probably June or maybe July. I feel like I had to literally start from scratch. I'm on myself. It was almost like I forgot like every little, every little little thing about me. And it was like how I did things and what I actually thought. Like, what the fuck do I even like? What it was like? It was like having a, a really really <laughs> intense ego death. Yeah, <laughs> that's what. Obviously, it was a bit because the the anxiety thing was. Um, I think the word was. I think I told you like derealization or depersonalization. Yeah. And it's literally just where you you sort of don't feel real anymore. You don't know how you are, you and shit like that. Because that was ultimately what we kind of thought about anyway. Yeah. In a sense, wasn't it? Yeah, but we were like. Uh, but it was newbies like, a little bit. Yeah, so. it was. It was nice. It was like, oh, look at, like we're in a hole. It's like a good hole. But then, like food poisoning, went to hospital. Mm-hmm. And it was like I was in, I was in like an anxious state, and I think. Because that's generally what consumes sixty percent of my thoughts a day. Roughly, whatever. Not anxious thoughts. No, no, no. Like the mad thoughts. I was always oh, like thinking yeah. about mad shit. Like, yeah. oh, mad that. So when I was in an anxious state, all those thoughts were fucking like, wow, this is in, like this is intense and this is grim and like how, 
how is this? How am I even? How can I? How can I breathe? How can I talk? How can I swallow? And I was like, literally everything I was trying to do, it was like I was deep in it, and I was like, Whoa. I was like this, I was like, Whoa. <laughs> but it was fucking frightening. I was just yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing you. We went to the, on the lake. Do you remember we went to the lake? Yeah, yeah. We went to the lakes, me mm. and Grace. That was literally not in the peak of it, but that was like when it was still. I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I remember when Grace. I remember when we went away, and Grace said like. You 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 seemed like, because a lot a lot of time I was when that was all happening. I was just in my own head loads. Mm. Like I just wasn't present at all. I was just like, like just my shit, mad mad thoughts, my shit, whatever. Um, and I remember her saying in the car, I was like, oh, when we drop you off or whatever. She was like, fucking hell, you 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 alright? You alright today? Because you look, you seem like quite in your head a lot today. And I didn't after. I didn't even realize I was doing it. Mm. Cause it just it just becomes your sort of your your natural force when you're just in in your own head like all the time. Yeah. I think I noticed so when me and Grace went to the lakes. I noticed like she's she was asking. Like, it was nice for me to see. Obviously, she's my, my best friend. Is that she's checking up on you? And like she was like, "Are you okay, Ben?" It's like yeah. it was nice to see because it's like I think that's what having a, a girlfriend or just somebody really cares about you yeah, it's, yeah. About, it's like they can see through the um, the ego the, that you, the wall the wall that you put up against yeah. uh, reality and you, or oh, not reality but fuck me on about the wall that you put up against things that you're scared of or whatever it might be you, maybe you've built up this wall against reality mm. of what's going on around you mm. because you're feeling anxious or yeah, whatever it's living in a bubble don't you yeah what well, I guess when you love somebody or if someone loves you, they can see through that. They can see through your show that you're putting on. And I, I know Sister Grace was asking, yeah, and she's like checking if you're okay. It's nice. Yeah. No, and it, it's it's good because well, it's like she was with it with me from the start of it all because it all and it it was shit. It, it's a shame because we went to Scotland. That was when I was my head was still a bit. Yeah. So, she. It's a shame, really, because she got the, the the brunt of that in that week, really. Because yeah. I literally, I think, like in that week, I think I must have cried like two two times that week. I don't, I've never I hardly ever cried before that. Yeah. And I think two week, two times I cried in that week. And that I never cried in front of before. So I remember mm. like really trying to hold it in. And I was like, because <laughs> <laughs> um, it it is weird as well. Because I think I was even still with Grace. I was trying to be like to have like an emotional wall up a little bit yeah. with like I didn't want to I don't want to be a fucking yeah, you know, she don't want to, you don't want to see my girlfriend yeah, yeah, she can't yeah. see me cry exactly just, yeah. and it was like and it's in a sweet way I'm kind of glad it happened because it allowed me to come be like like wall down completely open now because like mm. I can't hide that I'm feeling like proper shit yeah. so and that that is sort of slowly been the start of something really nice mm. with Grace because we're like we're we're pretty much open with each other with literally fucking everything. So. Yeah. Well, what's the point not being like that? It's bizarre to think that. Oh, go on. Tell the truth, or at least don't lie. Yeah. Like when you actually think about it, what is the point of lying? Okay, maybe you can get a um, bit of a survival of your current situation by lying. So, for example, the si- when I was working for the job at the kindergarten, I didn't like it. And I've lied to myself and I was like, I've got to stay for, you know, I need this certain amount of money. So I'll stay till June. Mm. I'll stay till June and I'll have £10,000 
hidden away in my savings account and then I'll survive off Camley and earn this money and I, yeah, that'll be fine, that'll be fine. But the reality of the situation is like one of the employees had a notice ripped up and it's just seen kids cry because they were getting screamed at by a manager and I said, well, I heard about an employee crying because the manager was screaming at her and just speaking to, even when she spoke to me about certain things, it was like the way they dealt with things was just wrong. And I wasn't happy in the job. And then I was like, no, well, you know, uh, I'd justify it in my head. And then I just was like, snapped. It was like, it took me a thing just to snap. Mm. And Cyan ended up coming up to me and saying like, what are you doing? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, what, you said that you were going to leave if there was one more thing and you're still here. So why are you doing it? Yeah. And then I was a bit like, oh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> enough. There's me noticing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, it, you justify it and it's, it's hard to... Uh, once you start justifying then it's hard to get out of it it's like well you know well well it's like no if you stick by the truth and say well, this is how I feel even if it's wrong or right how you feel it's better just to be like well this is it mm-hmm. this is how it is and even if you express it and it's wrong it's like well someone could correct it or you might learn something by mm-hmm. expressing that point Yeah. so I think yeah what, what's the point what's the point of living this fake life of I need to, it's like with this what again work it's bullshit yeah right? yeah and like I say for all we know but fucking we're here once yeah why 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 would you lead a life that you just don't want to do yeah it's mad isn't it yeah it's, it's mad I, I've had this this realisation recently but it's, it obviously I've quit my job and what I did last summer is like I went to Prague and it was lovely I'm not going to deny that but I had a underestimated opinion of what it would be like when I got there. So, for example, when I'd go travel normally, it was five days, and I'd come back, mm. and I'd you know I'd be in my my life. Mm. My life was go to work, get paid every month. That was like your routine, that was your routine, wasn't it? Down to a tea, pretty much. Yeah, go away, walk the dog every day, do my thing. Have an adventurous trip once a month, maybe two if I'm feeling a bit fruity. Um, then it was like, okay, quit my job. I was going to go to the music college in September. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And then I got to Prague and it was like, okay, maybe I want to stay here. But when you move somewhere, you realise the, the little things that you take for granted back in where you came from. So, for example, being able to just call you or mm. Alex or mm. a friend or anybody and just going somewhere and go, oh, I know what's going on. I know this is happening, so I'm going to go. Just consciously knowing that people go to Robin on a Friday and you might see people or whatever. Or, you know, you go to certain places and you expect things to happen. Mm. When I went to Prague, it was like, okay, I'm in this lovely relationship. And I want to play guitar, and I want to be do music, and I'm like, well, I've got to find where this is. I've got to find the people. Yeah. And I ended up, luckily, I found places to go to, but there was a while where I'd gone from obviously having a job and then doing nothing. It was just like, well, what should I do? And it was a bit like, I felt a bit lost. Mm. I was like, well, what do I do here? Because I want to be playing the guitar, but it's not as easy just to say, I want to play the guitar in my life. Well, exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, only life was that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, well music uh, you know I wanted to be doing something that I was going to enjoy and then I just didn't feel like 
I I prepared myself well, and there's benefits of that. The benefits of just you know, going fuck this and going somewhere, and it it played out pretty well. I think in the short term, I turned into a little bit of a slob over the summer. Mm-hmm. It was like I remember you saying yeah, like it was a few weeks, and I remember one day I got up at two. You know, oh yeah, it was. Bad. That sounds like a sweaty xbox all night yeah days. but it wasn't it was youtube videos holes. yeah youtube holes and now it's now you know I've, when i quit my job I, I said to myself like i'm not fucking quitting this job because of uh to get back in that slobby state like i want to be doing shit uh, and I, not i'm not saying i didn't do anything last summer you know i went to budapest vienna um Bratislava, different places i did do things but it could have been better mm. that's my approach and now i'm like right okay i've left my job I've got this online teaching. I want to go travel a little bit and then I'm going to do a Czech language course. And so that's my plan until the 17th of May. After the 17th of May, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, <laughs> tell you one day as it comes. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it as well. Um, oh, fuck, I keep doing that. I keep, I keep like taking into account what you're saying. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll say that. And then I fucking forget when it comes to me. <laughs> um, what are we going to so, uh, On about... Uh, being a slob or turning into a slob. Uh, well, I was just going to say about how how I found or how I find because when I was at uni, I realised how even how I even though I didn't have really anything to do because we in lockdown, we fucking all our lectures were online, so I li- mm-hmm. literally had no real substance or purpose in life. It was mm-hmm. just literally log on laptop, pretend to listen to a lecture for three hours, and then shut it. But I remember even then, I still have my routine, what I do in a day. Yeah. And I've noticed how important, because I, I have always thought like, I was somebody who's just like, I fucking go with the flow, man, I do yeah. this, and I've got no, I don't. But I, like, I need like, my routine, because mm. I didn't, I didn't realise how important it was until having like a solid routine for like five months. Like, I've tried, I'm, I'm now going to the gym in the morning, and I just fucking, it's so much, I just get up, go to the gym, go to work, and then I can just, now I've got like the evening to do what I mm. want to do. I think you can create a routine that allows you to go with the flow. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. But I was like, in my head, I was more of the thing, I was just fucking out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, Noth- yeah. Nothing matters. So, what's the point of doing a routine? Or not, yeah, not just... in like a negative way. It's just like, ah, I'll just go with the flow. Yeah, just see what, myself. Yeah, see what comes up around the corner. But it don't, it don't work like that. No, you need to, you need to give yourself a push uh, and a direction. It's like okay, you can go with the flow, aiming at something. I think yeah. that's better. Yeah. So yeah, so you you've got a vision and you're in the flow state in that vision, yeah. and you feel oh, I know this this is where I'm going, this is where I'm aiming, but I'm gonna go with the flow with it. Mm. Not I'll go with the flow and see fucking yeah. what happens in twenty minutes. Yeah, I'm interested in this right now, and it's a YouTube video about scary spiders. Should I watch this or should I do something else? Well, I'm gonna go with the flow and watch this scary spider video. It's like, Ooh, what's right, that? Mid- video. Yeah. Oh, well. oh, what's this? John Beeson destroys feminists. I'm gonna watch this. What's this? Five minutes long. Ben Shapiro, John Beeson talk about transgenderism. I'm gonna yeah. watch this. It's like, oh, what am I? Why am yeah. I watching it? It's hard to get out of them. Dif- uh, then difficult. It's difficult to get out of them YouTube holes because it's so appealing. And then it's great. It is like. YouTube fucking is a great platform. It's brilliant. There's some incredible information that you get on. Well, the internet. You can literally get any information you want now for fucking yeah. free, pretty much. And that is mad. <laughs> yeah. We're literally 
as a, as a I don't know, what's the species now? Well, as human beings, we're literally the most, we could be the most intelligent we've ever been now because we've got yeah. the world of information at our fingertips. Yeah. But then again, it's also, became, I think it's also making humans become slightly more lazy because it's like, oh, fucking Google it. Because then it's like, mm-hmm. it's almost like you you don't, I've noticed myself doing it, it's like, I don't really need to know because I can just get it on Google. And it's, yeah. it's almost, but then is it efficiency? I don't know. I mean, is it just letting, but then again, is it going to be like, oh, we, we evolved to a certain point where humans don't need to do any jobs anymore because the fucking robots do all the jobs for us. Like, no one wants to do trades anymore. Trades? Like, you know, like trade, like, um, like a spark, like Lloyd mm. or fucking a carpenter. Like, Nigel Farage. Yeah. Big up Nigel. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel Farage, I was like, he actually made an interesting point. He was like, I see, I can't want to see now, but he made an interesting point saying, University is such a money-making scheme now that they, they push university from, from like school, don't they, all the way up, and mm-hmm. they've got to go uni, got to do this and that. So we're literally, effectively, de-skilling our population because nobody wants to do the tradie and jobs now. Yeah. But they're the jobs that we need people to fucking do. Because without, yeah. without people like that, when we... Fucked. We're yeah. Fucked. Well, we appreciate the fact that we come into this room and just turn the light on. You didn't think about it. Exactly. Someone's done that, and it's incredible the fact that you can go to anywhere, and you know, streets are sourced with light, and you can just go in, turn the light on. Oh shit! You know, when your Wi-Fi goes down or something like that, you fucking lose your exactly. Oh, like the Alecky goes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, He's not fucking Ali scrambling for a candle. Yeah, shit yourself, and you, re- you we take it for granted. Uh, now, I but I think university is still important. You know, I for I would should, yeah it is, but only for my degree bullshit. Didn't my my degree my degree bullshit didn't need to go to uni for the job I got yeah. bullshit. But so there's this though so I've, I've I've been thinking about this is that I didn't like my degree I didn't like it but did it benefit me being in that environment where there's people who are technically smart. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, you're talking... Do you mean the lecturers? Lecturers. Mm. The people who are in your class. You know, there's people who are smart, they're mm. engaging with it, and you're just hearing things. If people speak, then you're going to hear information, and that's going to change your opinion on something. Whereas, if you're not in that environment whatsoever, then you could be in a different place where you're getting different information from people, which is wrong, or just like... You're not engaging yeah. with deep content. But, you, then you, but then how much bullshit you Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you, it was also that, yeah. Like, 80% of the shit that they say in uni is just some fucking model of fucking yeah. buying shit. And it's like, oh, my, like, this is just fucking... This is the crowd, did you ever do the Crowdgic model or the Crowdgic Matrix or something? I remember Porter's Five Forces. Yeah, yeah. like, it's... Like I would, if you're being a doctor, an engineer, whatever, mm-hmm. uni, yeah, perfect, because you're gonna learn your fucking trade at uni. Yeah. But like business, I, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't really. Does it require a degree? No. Like, oh yeah, it, there is. There's quite. I'd probably say like six percent of degree. You don't. They're probably just bullshit, and the majority of people go to uni for the lifestyle. Yeah. But now, as you said, so let's say, you know, mentioned Nigel Farage. I don't know load of stuff on Nigel Farage other than probably sound bites of well yeah UKIP and headlines but you know he's had, I don't see stuff other than like 
Nigel Farage <laughs> doing that that clip where he's like, "You all laughed at me. <laughs> yeah. You're not laughing now, are you?" That's just fucking brilliant. Ghosted clip. Yeah. But that's a good point because we're getting ourselves. Well, not me personally, but uni students get themselves in thousands of pounds worth of debt and it's being told like oh it's alright yeah. if you earn over 23 grand a year you'll only pay it back then yeah it's like 9% of whatever but then I don't think a lot of people realise like the fucking interest that'll be piled on top of that as well mm-hmm. like, I can't remember one of my mates at work he was saying like he left uni for example I can't remember what he said for, with a grand of 48 48 grand debt and then he looked like two weeks ago, he's like 54 now or something. Yeah. It's like, fucking hell, I'm paying stuff back and I'm actually mm-hmm. going up. Yep. And it's, you, you're going to pay that back over time. And people can say, oh, you know, you're going to pay this amount back. Okay, if you want to be in a job specifically earning this amount of money per year, every year for the rest of your life, then okay, fair enough. But uh, it's not, life's not as simple as that. <laughs> no. It's not as simple as going, well, I'm 23 now, we're nearly 24, this is what you're doing now, what's it going to be like in 10 years? What's it going to be like in 15 years? You don't know. You could be doing independent work where you're earning more money, so the, the percentage of that you're going to lose is going to increase. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, but you know, oh, if, I have to only earn this amount of money, and if you want to be earning uh, that amount of money, that's fine. But, I think it's it's a problem to just promote it to children and be like, it's fine, you only pay it back at this amount of money. It's fine. It's like there's a lot I think there's a long term effect of that. Well there's that and as well as the government they're just they're just fucking profiteering, haven't they now, aren't they? They're just like, Well, you have to uni, we'll make fucking money. Well we lean more to America than I initially realised. Especially now I've spent some significant time living in Europe. What do you mean? So, for example, like the privatisation of oh, rail, see, railway. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. You know, God save the NHS. <laughs> <laughs> the NHS? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, get out there with your pans, lad. <laughs> oh, do you remember, do you remember that time when, um, I think me, you and Lauren, you were on FaceTime We'd all, I think we we had like a joint on FaceTime back in yeah. or something like that. We had a space cake, I think. We oh yeah, cakes, something like yeah. that. And then we all we were like, "What's that banging?" Yeah, yeah. And I remember we all, we all, well, we was all separate, obviously, but we were all walking back, and I remember everyone was banging the pans out of stone. I was like, "What's going on? Am I stripping out?" Oh, that was immense. And I was like peak paranoia of the pandemic. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Do you remember the the chats that were going around? Like you'd be walking in the office, like, there's gonna be governments on the street. Fucking army on the yeah, street, yeah, tanks, yeah. tanks in fucking King Street. They still, they still do the fear mongering shit now. They're still trying, aren't they? Because like, even mm. on the um, on the radio, it's like something like, I I didn't have my booster. I got really really ill. It's like oh, fucking like come on, like mm. you're just trying to make some dough now. Fucking go. Up. What's what spooked me out is I went watching Spider Man in the cinema oh. with Tom Bennett and Look James up. Watson. I didn't like it, you know, I'm not a fan of the Spider-Man franchise. What was weird was that before the film, the, what's his name, Chris Whitty, the the weird looking guy, does look like an alien. (laughs) (laughs) He come on and he was like, COVID-19 is a serious disease, get your booster vaccination now. And I was like, this is like dictator level shit, you know, a government 
think Bennett said this, government paying private company to promote their booster program before a film. It's it's prop it's it's arguably propaganda. It, it, technically, it it's is it, propaganda. Yeah. You, you could you could argue that a lot of marketing is propaganda. It's like you need this product. Well, in your is, life. marketing is, is as well manipulation, isn't it? To yeah. effect, it's like, like you say, just convince you. Like, oh, I need that shit. Like that's yeah. that's a bit of me. Like, I'll get. <laughs> I need that. Well, I've got a fucking new here. Me, but I need that new one. Yeah, it's, I I don't I don't think I ever found or sent you that, but I remember ages ago I seen something on Twitter. Not not ages ago, but I seen something on Twitter and it was like these leaked emails from the government. And arranging all these deals with the PPE suppliers and the pharmaceutical mm-hmm. just to make a bit yeah. more dough. It was a big, it was a big fucking hole. That oh, I can't remember. Yeah, if I find that actually, if I remember, I'll send it here because that was an interesting watch. Yeah. It's been interesting to not be in England and watch all the party uh, what is it situation. Like? What was it like over there? Mm-hmm. The COVID. Yeah. Uh, so when I got there, it was more chilled out basically with just social interactions so for an example i went into a bank bank manager who i met was wearing a mask but he came over shut my hand i was like right brother <laughs> shut my hand you know it was just like they've got their history of communism and being under control and i can't summarize for the czech people they've had similar issues of politicians getting caught breaking the law mm. and i've believe that they're getting pretty sick with the the rules and the restrictions now people are vaccinated i think everyone can agree on that point where these restrictions have to end at some point and you know it's ending here in the uk what's been irritating is to watch the the parties that like the prime minister attended during that that lockdown and then it just, pro- it just proves the whole fucking thing though doesn't it that it's just been propaganda I think that I think it's an issue Covid is clearly an issue oh yeah, yeah. I'm not disputing that but but the way it's been dealt with it, it does make you question it when all these things have been going on you, you start going like well hang on a minute they, they don't care they obviously yeah. know more than we do yeah it's like they're they're having parties within the place where they create the rules to stop the uh, the COVID spreading into society and raping your nan or whatever it did. And then, <laughs> then they would then, you know, they would they would uh, do that. It doesn't it doesn't seem fair. I think that's what people have been pissed off about. It was good. It was good coming back to England in like December, and you just seeing it. it was like you need to wear a mask, and just no one give a shit. Yeah, it's more actually like Boris literally just goes on camera and he literally just lies. He burnt lies. I think you're a fucking scumbag. Think, think of December. He was like, there was no party. There was no parties whatsoever, and then it was like, oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, there was parties. Sorry, and people, I think people are forgetting what it was like. I I, I remember that that first lockdown. Lad, if you'd go for like two walks, even your people in the people in your house might have been like, "Fucking hell, yeah, what are you doing? One, one too many, that, yeah, yeah." yeah? And he's like, hey, "Do you remember like going to the shop and like you go, ah, I need to go and get bread, I need to get this and this, yeah, so it's yeah. not like it's an essential shop, yeah." And it's <laughs> it's bad. It was weird. Now looking back at that, to then see that 
the government would, was breaking them rules themselves. Yeah, well, yeah, because that was yeah. it was them, wasn't it? So that it was. Yeah, yeah. It was in this time period. It's like, well, they weren't shitting themselves or whatever else. Because in fairness, like back then, even we were like, you know, like, yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty serious shit. This. Yeah. But I think everyone's then everyone's like, I'm gonna. Like, yeah. It's not. I think it's. It's lucky that it's not been something worse. Yeah. It's been a test. A hundred percent. It's been a test on society. Like, how prepared are you? To, not very. Yeah, <laughs> and it's been well. You're not very prepared. But then it's been used as um, poli- like politi- not political weapon, but it's, it's become political. Okay. And okay. It's been, yeah, it's become uh, you did this, you did that, and even like mask wearing was political, wasn't it? Yeah. For quite a bit. I, ooh, you're not gonna mask on. Ooh, ooh. what? Go fuck yeah. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but no, it was slowly crept in. I remember it was like first it was on buses, then it was like everywhere you need a mask. Mm. But I remember at the start people were like, oh, and then mm. it's changed you know people change well it's peer pressure as well isn't it like I remember because at the start it was like everyone's a bit more cool yeah. so if you walk somewhere and 90% of the people had a mask on you're like fuck that it's actually really really mad to think about that time it almost feels it is literally surreal thinking about that time period where you literally just couldn't felt bad leaving your yeah. house you can't do a thing and it's easy to forget what that was like you know, only being able to leave the house for one hour of the day or something, that was the rules oh, that was put out. And, you know, people stuck to it. And people would go out and bang the pots and pans for the NHS every Thursday. Seven o'clock or whatever Seven o'clock, yeah. Let's get oh. out there. Let's get out there, dude. <laughs> this one's for you. This one's for you, Grandma. We'll tell you what, though, it is with the NHS. You've got to get a feel for the NHS, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they just get fucked everywhere by the government, don't they? Yeah. Thank you, Boris. I remember finding out that they scrapped the parking fees for the NHS when COVID happened. And I was like, what? So people who yeah, were paying anyway. NHS were paying for parking. I was like, that's fucking insane. It's scandalous. Isn't so it? this is where we've leaned further to capitalism. And I'm not saying Europe isn't. Uh, capitalist area it is but we can accept that there's good things of the left so like oh there's good things of communism jesus christ but there's obviously bad things of communism as well but you can take a little bit of this okay a little bit of capitalism a little bit of communism and let's try and orientate ourselves where we can find a balance mm. and we we slowly drifted away from that over time for example train fares it's cheaper to have a car in England than it is to rely on public transport which is bizarre to anybody in the Czech Republic for example if you're a student in the Czech Republic you can get 75% discount on all public transport your education until your PhD is free it's actually respected in the society to have a master's degree yeah yeah and that that's insane well it's it's an appreciation of students Whereas here, it's that we. I think we have this attitude of like, oh, these fucking students going out and getting levied all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, well, it is. Life, students want. are the yeah, students are the burden of society. Aren't yeah. they? <laughs> and in in Europe, there's okay, there's issues in Europe. You know, there's issues in England, but we've leaned far to the uh, to the Americans, and oh, I don't like that. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be fat as fuck as well. Yeah. 
We've got some fat people here, so yeah. Yeah, pretty fat. fat. Yeah, pretty fat. That's, That's good. good. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, okay, so an example of game. Obviously, there's loads of fucking, there's loads of different things that come into just comparing prices of train tickets. But to go, like, the distance of London to where we live in Apartment is, oh, fucking hell, it's 100 quid if you did it on the day. 100 quid, 110 quid, even higher. To go, like, the same distance in Europe. For example, I can go to Austria for 20 quid. Less than 20 quid. Yeah, I know it is. It is ridiculous, isn't it? It is absolutely ridiculous. Now, but there's... It, okay, but we accept there's issues in other countries. So, yeah, it's just... Swings around about. Swings around about through it, yeah. But I think that... I don't know I'm going with this. I don't know where Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, I was trying to make some point on what the fuck am I talking about. Yeah. No, it's... Well... It's, it's, it's weird as well, because... You know HS2, that um, high-speed train? Yeah. Even that's fucking a bit political now, isn't it? Because there's a lot of protests because they're doing certain things unethically or whatever. So even when we're trying to do things right, we can't actually do them right as well. Mm. We're, trying, oh, we're trying to link up the country a bit more, everyone can get around. Obviously, it'll cost like a million pounds to get from A to, a to B. But even when we're trying, when it, when we're trying to improve our own fucking country we can't do it properly we just fucking have protesters all the time so yeah. it was funny bringing Christina here and just like watching her face when I said like oh yeah train's been cancelled to Manchester she's like what? is that just literally not a thing is it? something would have had to really? seriously go yeah. wrong yeah um, it's, yeah it's just like what? she's like what? I was like yeah train's, train's been cancelled it's just normal or the bus was late by fucking 30 minutes or something it's just like bizarre to them I can't explain how even even out in the sticks how well the public transport is there that's fucked because we, we, yeah well now like our what's the fucking word our climate in England must be absolutely fucked because our climate, climate you know what I mean like just contribute to all the fucking I'm struggling for words here it's alright have you seen the film on Netflix Did, don't look up. Um, no, no. Okay. Is that the one with Leonardo? Yeah, yeah. I've oh, seen it advertised. Oh, is it not? Yeah, I've yeah. seen it advertised. Okay, so it's it's quite uh, the film itself. Like the the content of the film, or like the acting, it's like, it's all right. It's not like oh, it's an amazing film, but it's a good social commentary. Like Jonah Hill's in the and he's playing as like the president's son or something, and he's just, just he's like, annoying. He's annoying. And it doesn't. It just seems out of place with the film or whatever. But as like a social commentary on today's life, it's I think it's so accurate. Is that what it was to do? Like a skit of how life is and just taking the piss about. It? So it's there's this these um, scientists find this asteroid that's heading towards Earth, and it's gonna fucking kill everybody on the planet, wipe the the planet out. And it just shows how like people react to this, and he like saying it in the news, and like, no, we don't care about that. Like, and this is what happened with this uh, famous relationship who split up, <laughs> and they're like, God, what are you talking about? But then they start going down the route of just playing like the game of as it is. Uh, he starts banging the TV presenter, and then he's like saying, oh, you know, the comet's not that bad. They end up aborting the mission to destroy the comet because this billionaire. Says that like, we can <laughs> we can actually um, harbor harbor is that the right word? What's the right word to like take resources from something? 
Like take resources from the comet and make it blow into tiny mini pieces so it falls into Earth um, and it more sustainably and it doesn't wipe us out and we can make billions of pounds yeah. and they go, yeah, yeah, so let's do this. And then it becomes this whole political thing of um, there's a comet coming and then it's like, there's no comet. No, and one side saying, look up, everybody look up, you're going to see the comet, everyone, you need to look up. And then like the other side's going, don't look up. Don't look oh up. Oh my god, yeah. And it comes and it's like this comet's coming towards everyone's like, they fucking lied to us. But it's 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 just uh and I think it's it's a very accurate way mm, of sounds, describing yeah. society where we're just so polarized where we think I say Donald Trump, for example, Donald Trump is, is the greatest thing to America ever. And mm. we've got to believe everything that he says mm. that they, they can't grasp reality because they're possessed by these ideas of like, no, he says this and He's the my hero, so everything he says must be correct. Yeah, and I must, yeah. I must. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because we're sort of we're sort of going into a, a society where you can't really now people don't know how to think for themselves anymore because mm. they just listen to what these politicians say. It's like, cause like literally, I know we're going back to the pandemic, but that was literally the whole point of what I'm trying to say was the pandemic, where the news is just fucking like this, down throwing like, oh, yeah. you should be scared, you should be shitting yourself, you should be in stuff, and everyone's yeah. like. Because I think it was like the third lockdown or second lockdown, everyone's like, yeah, a bit of bullshit now. It's like, yeah. the cracks are starting to show, but you could see how the, when she actually just took a step back, you could see how the media was really trying to just control the narrative. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, this is, this is, this is a hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think what's wrong with taking a decision yourself? Okay, COVID is a complex disease. I'm going to say that it is complex. I don't know many things about diseases. Uh, what I could look at, though, was the stats and see that younger people were less likely to die from COVID. Now, the problem is with saying things like that, is it, it, the, the exact thing I said about that social commentary, people took like sides and it mm. was like, no, this is the worst fucking thing ever. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. how dare you? How dare you think differently and say something like that? That's so selfish. But then they themselves would then go do something that would break the break the rules, but they would just justify it themselves. Yeah. There was a girl at my old work who was like, oh, I'm going to see my boyfriend now, whatever. But then was judging all these people meeting on a park, but yeah. she was going, breaking the rules and seeing a boyfriend. It was like, how blind can you be? It's like you... and we became that critical of everybody else in society that people were just avoiding the personal responsibility of what they were doing themselves. Like, look at them fuckers breaking the rules. Now I'm going to go do it myself. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, well, how can you be how can you be so fucking critical of it if you're doing it yourself? And if, if you're playing the game of these restrictions, then that's going to happen. People are going to turn against each other. And we did become like that. We, we became like a, a culture of like, so he's got his fucking second walk in. Do you remember? I'm sure it was me, you, and Lloyd. When we went for a, when we were walking to the beacon. Yeah, yeah. every car was like this. Every car, <laughs> every car was eyeballing us. Well, imagine it go if you do that. that if you did that in the second lot, everyone'd be like, oh, you know, just, yeah. they're outside. You know, we know more about COVID now. Yeah, I just think people got a little bit weird. My friend Jacob says this. We've got COVID weird. You know? Yeah, no, we did. We got locked inside our houses. We're, we're with the same people yeah, all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't 
we don't have the social cues and we're just watching the news all day. Yeah. We're refreshing uh, world worldometers, is that what it was called? And you could see the COVID cases going, yeah. oh my God. Gone up today, lads, yeah. it's gone up. Like, yeah. And then you'd be frightened to leave the house. But then it just slowly broke over time. It was just everyone stopped caring. Everyone stopped caring. They just made me laugh when I'd go to work. It was like I knew everyone, they, like so many people stopped giving a shit about COVID. And then people go and work and just be pretending. Yeah, it's well, like, it's just playing the fucking playing politics oh, again. Yeah, it's just oh, I tell you, our work we have to we have to test like twice a week. Mm. We're supposed to test twice a week. Um, I just think like how much fucking plastic. I know it's like, but how much plastic we must waste now still testing when ne- next month we don't even have to isolate do when you got actually got COVID or something <laughs> we're still t- yeah. I'm like oh this is it's alright next month like COVID just, it's just it's not just a thing disappear, yeah right? it's not a thing now you know I, I, I do uh, there's irritations it's, I'm not saying like in Prague or in Europe there's not been issues with COVID like in Austria I think in March it's going to become illegal if you're unvaccinated like really how, yeah but how's that how do you how do we think about that? Like, that's, that's very dangerous though, isn't it? Because you're sort of going, you're sort of touching on human rights there a little bit, aren't you? Because you're sort of going, you, you, you've got to have this thing now yeah. to stay here, otherwise you'll be in the fucking slammer. Yeah. Well, what if I don't want it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. I don't like needles. I, uh, that's disgusting. I just don't want it. I don't, I, I don't like needles. But it's like, you know, it's that dangerous territory, that though, it isn't is. it? It's very... Um, I think that's... Just not dystopian yeah mate it's it's dystopian and it's weird watching all this shit unfold but i hope it can i'm sort of seeing it like crumble a little bit as well now mm. Mm. but then again you have you, you had the boost didn't you i did i'll end up in hospital yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, yeah. yeah. Uh, every time i had the vaccine bill gates lad. bill gates <laughs> pressed a button under his desk and made me spasm yeah <laughs> No, fuck off, Bill. <laughs> no, I'm, the thing is, I'm not going to fucking critique uh, the vaccine. Well, but yeah, the science, the science behind it is probably it's fucking bang probably on. Bang on yeah. yeah, them scientists are fucking smart. Then. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But my, my reaction to it was, I passed out each time, and each time it was worse. The second time, I twatted my head on the table in Prague. And I was like, woke up next to all these Czech people, and they were asking, tell me I need to go to the hospital. But I ended up feeling better. The third time I did the booster, I just couldn't come around, and I just passed out like three times. Um, and then I was, but when I passed out, it wasn't just like, oh, I'm down. I was violently shaking. Mm. And then I ended up going to the hospital, got released. Um, but that was my reaction to it. And you know, you can end up down a whole of looking at the, all the bad things that have happened because of people's COVID injections but then it's like okay uh, all these bad things have happened because of that but uh, what would happen if what would happen if no one was vaccinated what would actually happen exactly like I also there's always outliers isn't there mm-hmm. you can't like if you if you got the data of that and gone right I think I was like 40 people who've had a bad reaction out of 600 people well maybe not bigger scale probably 5,000 people and 60 gone fucking skits they're just yeah. outliers really aren't they because yeah. they've had certain issues probably that's triggered whatever in the body. Yeah. I, I mean, I think a lot of younger people might 
just say that they got vaccine to go traveling. A lot of people I've met have said that. Uh, yeah, no, they have. I want to go. Yeah, I've only got. I've only done the job meeting so I can go fucking Spain or something. Yeah, or something. because it's it, the same with me, really. To be fair. Yeah, it's one hundred percent the re- main reason I got. I couldn't leave the country without having it. So I'm like that. You couldn't get on a plane and leave somewhere because you didn't. Ah, that's just fucked, isn't it? Yeah, I, so the, I guess I've been thinking about this in my head. I've been like, well, is that the right thing to do? Because are you going to be a burden on society? If you get COVID in that country, then you're going to maybe be on an ICU and it's going to have like a big financial cost for the company that's... Company? Fucking country. No, it, I, I just question it. That's my burden with all this COVID stuff is like, oh, this seems wrong, but does this come into play based on the situation that we're in? Based on the fact that we're living in a pandemic, coming to the end of it now fucking finally it's been a long 15 years <laughs> <laughs> uh, based on the fact that we, that we live in a pandemic is this justifiable that's, what, that's my whole thing I'm like right okay this is happening and I think it's wrong but is it justifiable that it's because it's a we're in a pandemic yeah, yeah, yeah. like because we haven't experienced it one thing that got mentioned uh, in my last podcast is people comparing like Australia camps to like concentration camps and I, like I'm reading a book at the moment about uh, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl and he's he's detailing the experience he had as a Jew in Auschwitz and he's talking about how multiple people were crammed on these uh, trains in each part and there's tiny holes that you can lock out of and he just go into small detail about living that life over years. And I was like, that is fucking horrible. Yeah, it's, fucking... it's disgusting. Uh, but then there's people who link this to that. Well, you know, it's the same thing what the Nazis did. I'm like, you know, I don't think that's true. Yeah. When, I think, when I really think about it, it's not. Because you, you literally they treated Jewish people like, Alien, Alien. It's like they were the scum of the earth. Have and you ever seen? It's, it's kind of but not. Have you ever seen Schindler's List? I have. Great film. Yeah, man, man. Heavy film. That literally, yeah. it's, it's heavy, but it's like almost like a. It's like a little positive spin on the whole thing because yeah, it was that nice. He was that nice guy, wasn't he? Well, not nice. Well, yeah, he was trying to do the right thing with the yeah. Jews, wasn't he? Um, yeah, that got me in the feels. That film. Yeah. Well, this this book. I mean, because I went on a like a development trip with work a few years ago uh, well when I worked for this company and they met this guy called Mike and he's quoted Victor Frankl he quoted this book and I thought like, oh, maybe I want to read that someday and then it was in this budget bookstore in Prague I seen it I'll buy it and I was just like fuck me this is hard hitting this is a mm, hard hit like book. tough to read yeah. yeah it was like fuck me this is like this because it actually happened mm. it's not like some fairy tale story this is what humans did to other humans take away politics take away religion this is me and you what some other human did to that purposely not not like yeah. oh we're gonna oh I accidentally killed loads of Jews it's like no they purposely fucking meant it and it's it's disgusting to it think that fucks because the worst thing about it is like all the people under Hitler they were like genuinely brainwashed to believe mm. that what they were doing was right. Mm-hmm. It's mm. like, 
Ah, he just so I think Jordan Peterson talks about that, doesn't he, on one of his things? He's like, yeah, he, I think he, he's, there's a, a clip where he's talking about these Nazi officers who have the responsibility of monitoring a town, like they take over this town maybe in Poland. It's probably wrong, probably saying that this is wrong. And they have to like take control and it goes from like you have to take the control of the city and then months after they're taking pregnant women onto the streets and shooting them in the back of the head and this book isn't related to that it's specifically about Victor Frankl's experience as a Jew and he, he talks about uh, some experiences that Jewish people had for example where they lived in segregated areas of uh, of just certain cities, so when Nazis would take over, they'd put the Jews in one area, and then they'd, they'd, end up, they'd like bring them all out and like shoot them all. And it's horrible, but then it's it's what's interesting is that how now, I guess, we're so uneducated as a society that people can just link what's going on now to well, that and say. That, that's disgusting. I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. But I can't believe people are fucking stupid enough to do that. I, I, I think it's a, a small minority, and you know, people end up in these echo chambers where it's easy to do. You you, you have a belief system. Okay, let's say I'm. I feel pretty left wing. I don't like the right wing people. I'm not going to associate myself with them. Okay, I'm going to associate myself with like minded left-wing people and then someone starts talking about communism and then I start going like, yeah communism this is a great idea but then I don't educate myself on history and I don't look at what happened in Czechoslovakia or what happened no, no. after World War Two, or Prague Spring you don't know you don't learn about all these things and you just think oh yeah communism this sounds fucking great hang on a minute what about all these innocent people who died mm. based on communism well that's it I, I seen a film called the Mauritian or something I'm married. I can't remember I don't know how you pronounce it and at the end it's like it's a film basically about um, Guantanamo Guantanamo Bay in America Guantanamo where they're going to keep yeah. all the fucking terrorists or whatever it is and this guy it's basically about a film about this guy who's they think he's linked to Bin Laden he's not mm-hmm. they keep him there eight years he's innocent he comes out or whatever and then he basically says at the end it's like um, there's no such thing as like the goodies and the baddies it's literally just good and evil throughout all walks of life there's no like one good side and one bad side it's like it's a communist good and bad and then you've got the right he's good and bad as well it's like there's yeah. there's no there's no good or evil it's just human human nature it's just, it's just yeah. across the board there's no one bad like, side and good side like I think we've had the the argument of what's better communism or capitalism that played out in the cold war and capitalism won now is there a problem with capitalism? Arguably, yes, there are issues with, for example, manufacturing plants in China or sweatshops, third yeah, world countries. And is that ethically right? We can say no. But is, is the fact that we can sit here and have this conversation based on the system that we live in, for example, capitalism, or is it based on something else? Is it based on like human nature? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? So, I, uh, so th- I guess my my approach now to my life is just thinking, I want to learn about all these ideas and things that have happened in the world. And I want to try 
live a lifestyle where I can learn about it. So, for example, as I've said, I'm doing the online teaching and I'm going traveling to a few places. So I go to uh, Krakow next month. I'm going to go look at Auschwitz. It's not something I want to say. I, I was actually messaging K- uh, Jack Kindred, you know, Kindred. Mm. And he was saying, like, you just check out uh, Auschwitz, but he doesn't want to say, like, yeah, it's class. Like, it, it, obviously, yeah. it's, it's something that's probably very moving to see, but it's yeah. like, you don't want to be like, yeah, you need to go. And yeah, 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 yeah. I think moving's the right word. Like, say, moving, you, yeah. yeah like, because yeah. we just forget, like, I've, I've had this thing where I was, I was just thinking, I was like, we're, I'm li- I was living this life where, uh, okay, I'm going to be earning 14 grand a year. Then next year, I'm earning 15 and a half grand a year. Yet, year after that, I'm earning 17 grand a year. And then I'm going to get paid 80% of my wage. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in this game of this. But I'm, I wasn't actually learning about life, like the atrocities that humans have done to other mm-hmm. people. And that, like, it's a weird thing to want to go and pursue. But I just had this weird feeling of like, wow, like we've done some horrible shit to each other and we turn a blind eye to it I, I think not purposely I think that's because people have very complex lives okay it's, it's fine for me you know living in my middle class maybe potentially upper class family and I'm going to earn the bare minimum by teaching online and live in Prague and yeah. do this knowing that I have a safety net to fall on and pursuing this information it's all right for me to say that. Yeah. Now, maybe talk to somebody lower down in the social class who isn't earning enough money to feed their kids. What are they worried about? They're not worried about, okay, oh, fuck how it are we here? And all, you know, how yeah. yeah, they're not questioning why uh, society ended up in a situation where nuclear weapons are being placed on different countries to just create paranoia and fear that the whole world can be obliterated at a push of a second. No, they're going, I really need to eat some beans to feed my child. That's horrible though, isn't it? I think as horrible as it is, have you ever performed gratitude daily? How do you mean gratitude daily? So like, I I had a a stage where I was doing like, Every day I was like writing things I'm grateful for. Like, what if I'm fucking sat here? What am I actually grateful for now? Mm. So I'm grateful that I'm literally, I'm literally sat here. On, mm. I can actually speak to people or I can have a, I can go downstairs and literally I can get something to eat if I fucking want it. Mm-hmm. And then it just sort of made everything in like, well, it's slowly, it's not obviously, but every time I feel like down or whatever, it's like, fucking hell, hang on a minute, right? You can pretty much do what you want. You're so lucky to have this, 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 and it sort of shifts you perspective a little bit because mm-hmm. for people like you said just working paycheck to paycheck just to mm-hmm. fucking put food on the table to survive it's just yeah that, but that's just horrible isn't it how do we get like I think that if we can get past that and we can improve people's lives globally then it's going to hopefully increase the possibility that these people are going to engage with complex ideas for example global warming and they might be able to solve the issue and get society in a better place. Mm. And you know, there's, there's terrible things that happen in the world, and it's horrible. There's this concentration camps that exist in North Korea, you know. But this one, she's not. There's one in China as well. But Muslims or something. Ergi, I think it's called. That's yeah, that's disgusting. 
you know. But you don't like it's weird because you literally literally live in a bubble. Cause, like, you don't even hear about shit like it's like it's almost like it's not even real because yeah, it's not here. It's not here. You think of you can't see it, so like oh, it's not real to me. It doesn't. I'm really frustrated at the moment with what's going on in Ukraine. Oh, I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say before. Yeah. Because I, I okay, I only went to Ukraine for five days, but I love that place. I only went to Kiev and I checked out Chernobyl, but that place is great. Mm. There's just a feel about it because it's, it's only recently independent from a corrupt government. Now, there's still corrupt people in that government. You know, you're going to take down the system, it's not going to change overnight. You know, the cult, as a culture, it's still there and it's embedded in the whole system. Now, people ended up overthrowing the government. I'm probably going to get the dates wrong. I think it was 2014. I may be wrong about this. And government officials, for example, the police, shot 50, shot and killed 50 innocent protesters who were, I think they were pro-EU and they wanted the government out. And then the police shot and killed these protesters. Then the president fleed out the country and it was changed and then they turned his palace into a museum of corruption and it's like they've, they've, they've finally escaped over let's say communist control that they had from the Soviet Union mm. and Russia just won't fuck off like when we really fucking Putin though yeah what really think about this why is that happening what what why is a hundred thousand people military men gathered around a country that wants to join NATO and they want to be part of the EU and they want to be a forward thinking country or you know they just want independence that's all they want and while this happened so while the country was in turmoil uh, Russia invaded or helped um, pro-Russian separatists in like eastern Ukraine and Donetsk and then they annexed Crimea from Ukraine. So like, why the country was destabilized? They'll be like, oh, let's go, let's go in. And then it's, I've got a friend called Maxime who I met on my flight to Prague and he's from Ukraine. He's a fucking great guy. And I just have this, this feeling of, oh, it's, it's such a fucking shame. Like, if, they, if they get invaded, it is such a shame. Because it's fucking horrible, isn't it, really? Yeah, it's, it, in a, so my friend Maxime, his family live in Kiev. And, you know, we can talk, we see these stories on BBC News and go, fucking hell, that's happened. Two weeks later, it's gone. It's gone from your mind. Exactly, you forget about it. You forget. But, it, you you know, no, people become numbers. We can say, we can talk about COVID. People have died with with COVID. Yeah. And I guess we can get in and get, oh, these numbers, you know, there's, that. Mm. there's there's only 20 cases, there's only 20 people dead today, so we can go outside. That's twenty people who've died. Yeah, no, exactly. and and we it's so easy to forget that. Like the the emotional toll that has on mm. society. Twenty people, let's say twenty separate families. Yeah, exactly. Twenty <laughs> separate friends of people, and even when okay, say if we know somebody who's died, it's it takes a toll on us. Like even if you've not known them properly, because you go like fucking hell, that's mad that they've died. Yeah, it's yeah, it actually it get it sort of rattles your brain a little bit. Mm. Because um, I can't. I don't know if you remember. There was a lad. Oh, what was his name? I think it was Connor something, and he died recently. Yeah, in the manufacturing yeah, accident machine or something. Yeah. I, that was. I remember like seeing him. Just like I was, just yeah, seeing him. Wigan or yeah. I'm sure he might have been. He might have been the Robin or not. And I was thinking, 
When I seen the news, I was like, that is fucking mad, that. Yeah, like, well, I think Ash, Ashby told me about that, and I was like, yeah. he was going, do you know this? I was like, yeah, yeah, I remember him. I, I can't remember his name, I don't remember his name, but I, I remember seeing him, and then he was like, yeah, he died. And I was like, what, what do you mean? He was like, yeah, he died in this manufacturing accident. But there's all these things, like, that happen like this, and like, every so often, it, like, I think, for me, it's, I go like, Jesus, God, lucky that I'm alive. Exactly, yeah. it, it hit you though, doesn't it? I think yeah. that one hit me. I, was like, I didn't even really know the lad, and I was mm. like, "Fucking hell!" Like, you don't, you just don't know when you're just gonna go. Yeah, it's it could happen at any it's... any moment whatsoever, and yeah, I guess what that makes you want to take life not seriously, but it's like, why should I not give it a go? Mm. And I guess uh, there's things that can wake you up, and you can look at life completely negatively. Like there's horrible, yeah, there's horrible things that happen. There's also positive thing that happened and it's like do we just look at everything as like oh, it's all doom and gloom or is it just things happening of like well okay I can't control that I can't control Russia invading Ukraine and bombing innocent people I can't control that someone went to work one day an accident happened and they died and it's horrible but it's, it's just it's it's so complex to how we deal with that I think my I guess even just trying to accept it's like well these things just happen yeah, well yeah because you can't even comprehend something like that so you've just no. got to just like say you, you, yeah, you can't accept you can accept it in the fact of like you say it's just you can't accept it and like you just not gotta deep it that much do you know what I mean yeah I mean it's I guess again it's easy for for us to say like you know my mum's not died by going getting sucked into a machine and it's like I, I don't know what that feels like that's someone who's died yeah, who, similar to our age I think I think he was just a bit younger yeah. has you know dad mum brother sister and it's just okay they were living normally and then this thing has happened like it's catastrophic yeah yeah, it's catastrophic, yeah. So. And so for me, really, I've never, I've never really had that much bereavement to deal with. So mm. I think when that comes around, it's gonna, it's gonna be like, yeah. it's gonna fucking blow my brains out because I just, I wouldn't, have, I don't want to have to deal with it. Because grief, I don't know, I don't know what grief's like. I really mm. don't really know what grief feels like. So I think when that feeling does come around, it's gonna be heavy. It's gonna be heavy. Yeah. But like, I, I've had this change of heart towards the relationship with my dad and I, I, I guess I've, I've just been you know I've been consuming media on YouTube such as Jordan Peterson and all these like you know I don't say motivational videos but just videos and educational educate try to yeah. change my perspective on life and it's okay it isn't the best relationship that I have but maybe I've underappreciated it a little bit you know at least this person's alive and at least I have a chance of improving it yeah and you know I, re I remember seeing my dad cry because his father died and we were, we, we were driving to Southport I think we went to Southport Beach and I, I I can't remember what happened before that I think I was asking questions about it and then my dad got out of the car and like was without letting him cry that's um, really really weird to say that because I, when my dad's mum died, mm. I was driving with him as well. Yeah. 
and then his brother rang mum and said, uh, like, have you got mm-hmm. a minute or whatever? And mum just died, and I was yeah. in the car. I'm like, you said he was just having the same. That's fucking well, weird. Well, so it, okay, it didn't. Ha- I don't. I think it didn't happen in that way. So it wasn't like we were uh, in the car and they rang. I think I maybe asked him a question. Oh yeah, related to it, and then he was just upset. Just... But then, at my age, at that time, I I think I didn't comprehend the fact that he has experienced my dad. Let's say he was forty five at the time. I don't know. I can't remember how old he was. He'd experienced eighteen, sixteen years of living at home with his dad, and then that rest of his life creating a relationship with his dad that I did not see. Mm. I, I, I don't know what that is. I have no idea how much it means to him, that relationship. All these little moments that have happened with him and his father. And I don't know, I was just thinking about it recently and I was like, wow, that's so strange how, I guess, someone so close in my life, I knew, you know, so little about like their relationships. With with the other people, you yeah. Know. So like we we have this with like let's say friends as well. It's like I know you pretty fucking well, but I'd say that there's still loads and loads of stuff that I don't know about you. And, yeah. And it's like I feel like with good friendships, this is probably quoting John Peterson. We have quoted John Peterson a lot in this. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch him. His videos are fucking good. <laughs> um, I feel like with good friends, it's like they reveal certain information about themselves over time and like they feel more comfortable and you just learn more and more about them over time and they feel comfortable around you that they can share that mm. that's I think John Peterson has said something around that yeah, um, yeah I, don't, I don't know where I was going with that but I, I don't know I've had this like weird thing over the past month where I've been like you know what like I don't want to be in a shit job I was in a shit I was in well not a shit job but let's say Somewhere that I wasn't satisfied. I don't want to be like that anymore. I want to live a meaningful life. Yeah. Well, so, you feel somewhat fulfilled, don't you? Yeah. And how can I do that? And I'm getting, you know, at the moment, I've just had this realization of like life is pretty fucking good, to be honest. Yeah. It's quite, it's quite fucking good. I've got this job. I talk to people from different countries, and they just tell me about the uh, the life in Saudi Arabia or Turkey or Ukraine or wherever they are in the world and I talk to them and I get money for that and I can exist it's fucking yeah, incredible it's fucking mad as well because yeah. <laughs> it is as well like you, the way you look at or the way you probably do look at it as well you, every person you talk to you literally learn in, like, information you didn't know before because yeah. you're just every day just going to learn yeah every day just going to learn it's, it's so easy though to forget how little you know. Mm. And you can just go in your fortune, right, I need to go do this, I need to do this, oh, I can't be asked doing that. And then you go, oh, I don't, that's not interesting. That's not really, I can't bother speak to them. But realistically, everything around you is pretty interesting. I think how complicated it is, the fact that you decided to do something today. Like, I know you just think, like, oh, I just did something. But in an analysis, that's interested you some reason you've decided, let's say you come in here, you drove down here to do this podcast with me. It's like, okay, how complicated is our relationship? Me and you met in nursery when we were like two. Okay, so how, what are the odds, realistically, of that happening? You could say, yeah. oh, well, they were born at this time, and then 
they just went to the same nursery. But it's like, well, we both just kind of. Well, I think the chances, you know, I say the chances of being born actually as like mm. yourself is fucking ridiculous, and then to place two people in this same so that odds there and that odds there of them two being alive and the odds of them being there and there in the same place at the same time yeah. is fucking yeah and the fact we're still uh, playing with the friendship over yeah. uh, how many years is it now what 18 20 20 years 21 years 21 years yeah, you're oh, still playing around it's fuck you off <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, fucking, I wish I'd stop playing around it <laughs> well, is that by that same paradox as well I thought about this when I went to the wing game before I was thinking it's fucking mad how everyone here has had the same thought just to go to the wing game today <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going oh, I want to go to the wing game today yeah I was just thought oh, it's fucking mad isn't it and you have all of them people that have families and, and their own lives friends their own lives like anything I think there's a word for that isn't it I think it's called sonder or something like the realisation of that every person you walk past has a life as in detail and as vivid as you did you mm. don't even fucking yeah. like you, you fuck, I'll fuck off now and you'll fuck off and then you'll just have this really detailed life and I do my own detailed life but I just don't know because yeah. I do my own thing but we quickly summarise people like we quickly go like I don't like him some people well some, based some off people based off, what? based off one social interaction yeah, yeah. we kind of gather go oh this person oh I don't like him oh I don't like them it could be some people okay it could be a fair reason. Like, he punched me in the face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you could, like, you could meet them five times and you just don't like them as a person or the mm-hmm. beliefs or the morals and you think, all right, fair enough, yeah. not my kind of person. Yeah. But we can get, I think that if you get so sucked up in, sucked up, sucked into your own, like, treatment in the world, then you become, it's narcissistic, the right word, you become, uh, inconsiderate of what's going on around you you just think like this terrible thing has happened to me I can't believe this terrible thing oh this great thing yeah. happened I'm going to think about that it's like well I'm going to get up today I'm going to try to learn something just fucking play that game it's like well yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's so much things that we just don't know about the, realistically oh yeah the, your the, your knowledge potential is literally limitless and that's mm. fucking mental mm. we can and to think we're only 23 and hopefully got like another 60 years to go or at least or whatever the amount of shit you can learn and see and experience in that time is just so I don't know what just happened then I just like (laughs) fucking remix myself (laughs) 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 no I just had to say something like wow what okay so I'll tell you I was fucking I was flying home last night and I flew over Europe and it was such a clear sky, mm. and we were going over, and I'd never never flown at that time at night with such a clear sky, and I was looking, I was like, this is mad. Like, I could see, I was like, where am I? I was like, trying to figure out where I was, and I was like, is that Amsterdam? That's not Amsterdam. And then I, I went on maps after, and I was like, okay, I flew over the Peak District, so I went over like Sheffield, and you could see Leeds, but it was just like a swarm of lights, Mm. And it was it was just I was just blown away by it. Yeah, I was like, right. I've just flown over these countries. That country speaks different than what where I'm going yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all these people living these different lives and gone on like a national park. And then I was looking at Manchester. It's incredible this. And there was loads of boats on the sea that were just doing whatever they were doing, like they f- fishing. I don't know. They probably yeah. they probably going fishing. Maybe some people were just out on the on the boat. But I was it was just like 
I just had this weird realization last night where I was like, there's so much stuff going on in the world. And you can, when you get stuck, like I say, you're stuck in your, your flow. Like, it's great to be in the flow, but when you get stuck in that, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can become inconsiderate of yeah. how much yeah. stuff is going on you in the world. Yeah, you do become ignorant a little bit, don't you? Yeah, stuck in your own ways. Like, as I was coming down as well, like a train went from Manchester Airport to Manchester, and I was like, who's on that train? Mm. Like, like, I don't know, it's just so, there's so much stuff going on, it was just interesting. Yeah, I think it's, I think, I think it's called Somber. Um, oh, what am I saying? Have you ever seen, like, anything really, like, spectacular? So, you know, like, the Northern Lights? I want to go see the Northern Lights, because that just seems... Like, I can't actually fathom what that is like. To see, yeah. like, loads of fucking green, like, lights at night in the sky. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how is that possible? The most, the most spectacular thing I've seen is a... <laughs> I was going to say the, the uh, sunrise, sunrise on the beacon, no. sunset on the beacon. No, 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 not, not under the influence of anything. <laughs> um, is I seen a shoot star. I was like, oh, what? I fucking meant a lot. Yeah. I was like, how? I was, like, I was just literally like, how is that even possible? How can you see it? It was it was me and Grace actually. We were driving to Wales, and I was like, there's loads. It was like a proper starry night. And I was like, fucking, is that? It's like, but it, it was like a shooting star. But you know them ones that like fall it was like okay. it, sort of, it sort of moved like this and then it fell I was like fucking hell did you just see that it was that was literally probably one of the most spectacular things I've seen it was kind of surreal I was like have I actually just seen that because mm. before that I've never really seen anything of me like I've never you seen anything anything like spectacular yeah like because that to me I was like wow that was mad you like a moment I was like how have I am I the only, am I the only person who's just seen that it was yeah. one of those moments it was like oh. mm. spectacular I think seeing the Northern Lights would be a spectacular moment because I would be like, wow, that is fucking incredible. Yeah. I'd like n- natural beauty. I'd say when me and Louis went camping. Yeah, we got sunrise. That's one. He got me up. Like I was like, fucking hell. We got. I was like, yeah, we'll get up. Uh, sunrise. I was like, I had shit sleep. And I was like, don't want to get up. And he's like, get out, get out. And I, well, sunrise. Holy shit! This is yeah, incredible. Yeah. And it, like the whole atmosphere was just perfect. It felt like we were in the Himalayas and the sun's coming up. And then we had a coffee. And then we just like got our bags, went down, put the bags in the boom. And then I just I asked him if he'd done uh, Scarfell Pike Point. He said no. He, ne- he never went when we went. So I was like, let's go. We did that on the same day. And it was just that whole. I think the spectacular thing I seen was the sunrise, but yeah, that whole experience was like, great. Yeah, magical. Man, it like you just you get so caught up in the day to day shit you actually forget how beautiful the fucking planet is and yeah. the sun and the fucking moon and the sky and the stars it's yeah. like and I've seen a fucking nuts video of like the perspective of zooming out mm-hmm. of like our earth and our okay. galaxy and then I'm like yeah, whatever I don't know how it works in the fucking universe and it's like how irrelevant you really are <laughs> it's just like yeah. Yeah, but we, we have these huge egos don't we everyone's mm. got one you know we think oh the, the guy's fucking call me a dick on twitter oh. I've seen this thing that I don't like oh it's going to ruin my day now and then you just forget like the chance of you even existing is <laughs> nearly impossible yeah it's nearly <laughs> impossible and there's you're going to die at one point oh god I'm bad took a dark turn yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's fucking true cut that out yeah <laughs> like, you know, like, in right okay in a hundred years 
No one will fucking... No one right now. Let's say, okay, let's say 110. Maybe I'll give it a little mm. bit extra. <laughs> little In case some old fucking list will be 100. <laughs> 110. You know, most of today's society is gone. Mm. As one thing about that is just people conversing day to day and doing things is gone. And, and so then, there'll be a handful of people who are remembered for the mad things you did. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Probably Elon Musk will be remembered. Bezos and all that. And yeah. Me and you. <laughs> no, me. This one's fine. The sober podcast. What the fuck is this? These reasons. Oh, these reasons. Talking about yeah. uh, three hours. Fucking hell. Not even making any sense whatsoever. <laughs> he just remixed himself. Yeah. I didn't realize humans had that capability. Though. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's intense, and yet we just forget because we're living in our world. Well, it's like how do you think? we can ensure that I don't know what I'm saying how can we how can we be in a place where <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to say basically like where we can learn about all these things and live so peacefully that I don't know I don't know it sounds it, no, it just sounds like a, an ideal world isn't it but I'm not sure we'll ever get there no it, oh, I actually did you I should remind me of something you know that Davos thing, Davos Forum thing, and it's like some I can't remember, so don't quote me on it. But it's something to do with like all the world leaders or some shit like that. I don't know what it is. And it's like by twenty thirty, you alone nothing and be happy. Yeah. You know, it that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what kind of society are they trying to? Sorry, I keep every time I look over here, I just who's the fuck? Who's naked there? Who's that? <laughs> Franny Kerr, that one. Fucking uh, hell. Franny Kerr, if you're listening, shout out. Yeah, shout out with her. Nice to meet you. Yeah, she no, knows. He's, he's a legend, Franny. He's a yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, what are you on about? You know when before I kept losing my train of thought, I just kept seeing, seeing a fucking arse. arse. Naked arse, yeah. There's some boobs behind you as well. No, nice. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. That's yeah. Bertie Bert Hearns. Video, well, not Bertie Hearns. Video, a video by Rubber Bandits called Bertie at Home. Max Holland, if you're watching, you know what I'm on about. Uh Um, Yeah, okay, right. You texted me the other day about Russell Brand. Oh, yeah. Russell Brand is a smart guy, incredibly smart. He knows a lot of words. Yeah, I wonder if he just makes words up. Makes words up. Chucks a random word. Yeah, to throw them off. Because I don't know if he was talking to me, I'd be like, mate. What the fuck are you trying to? I don't know what that word means. Can you just can you say it in football terms? <laughs> so like he's making videos on topics like this, and it's quite interesting. But like the titles and the sub titles, no, titles and thumbnails of the video. Mm. It's very clickbaity. Yeah. And you know, is that the right thing to do is like, they said this about coronavirus vaccines, you won't believe it. Mm. Or they said, what about controlling your money? And you go, what? The, the government are controlling my money? And maybe if you just click on that video, then, you know, it's probably talking in more detail about it. But not many people engage with the whole content of a video. Let's no. Let's say maybe people listen to this podcast. Maybe if you've got that, they'll watch fucking twenty minutes of it and then they just 
disregard the rest of it. Yeah. Or they might get back to it. Then all they've taken into account is that thumbnail and headline. And then is that wrong? Like, is it, then is, it, is it like an echo chamber where, okay, this headline, does that affect your thinking in the long term? The government are trying to control us. Mm. Why? Uh, well, no, I, I, you, no, I, I, you are right because yeah, no, yeah, it's a sort of a narrative that just builds in your head, but you don't really know why you're thinking that way. It's just because you just like say you're picking up snippets of information without actually knowing mm-hmm. the shit behind it. You probably have people at your work who just uh, repeat shit. headlines of MSN news. Seen that about Russia? Mm. seeing that mad that mm, and it's yeah. just that's it end of conversation yeah, yeah. and it's just like headline that's all I'm going to read that's all I'm going to engage with just quickly scroll through boom done and I've formed my opinion I think people do that with YouTube videos and if you because of like the algorithm you're going to get recommended I'd say topics that relate to the videos that you watch so if you're watching government are controlling us then you know you might end up watching like Tim Pool. I'm just chucking people who are on my algorithm for yeah, yeah, yeah. that I watch. Uh, and it's it's concerning to think when I scroll down to the comments and you look at the comments, people just sometimes just coming out with shite. Mm. Just like, yeah, they're controlling us, man. It's a fucking government, man. And it's no, there's no actual dialogue. And I, I had a point with this, Ben. I don't know where I was going with it. I'm just going to keep going. I've done that multiple times today. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going with this fucking point. Yeah, okay. Oh, so my point was, I, I'm on a subreddit called Anti-Work, which I love, but they made an absolute shit show of themselves by going on Fox News. A, uh, a Reddit mod went on Fox News. And it became, like, I've ended up going off Reddit because I'd spend too much time on it anyway, but because I was on anti-work and it was annoying me because the people were sharing these basically shit stories that they had working for companies for example company A made me do this company B made me do this I got underpaid this 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 this, this. but then they got represented by somebody who just wasn't a good representative for the cause it was a dog walker mm. who worked 20 hours a week and said that laziness is a virtue of society this today's society of working and it was just it was a terrible interview based on the idea of anti-work being like stick up for yourself and get um, the right get good treatment from your employer that's that, that's what i took from it and then someone put a video like jordan peterson clips on twitter and i was watching it and i was going okay yeah these videos are quite bad they make jordan peterson look quite bad and there was a few in there and i was like okay yeah and then it was like so there was one on the Joe Rogan podcast and he's talking about climate change and he's saying he can, I think he compares climate to everything. Uh, but then, it, so they take like this, this snippet of it, I'd say 30, 40 seconds. But then like when you actually listen to it, it's like Joe Rogan's challenging him and you know, they're just talking about it. And it's like, okay, that's it, done. But then this guy made this Reddit post and like, I'm tired of people like Jordan Peterson, these right wing people. And it's like, Okay, I mean, I, I agree with this sub in some aspects, but are you just going to summarise people based on what you've read online? You know? Do you think Jordan Peterson is right wing? 
I think he's considered to be right wing, but apparently Russell Brand is right wing now as well. Apparently, that's been labelled as, as media. I don't think he's right wing. Like I, I remember hearing him talk about musicians, right? One of a good video from John Peterson where he's talking about how musicians, you know, that he encourages people to be musicians. If you're right wing, you don't give a shit about creativity. Okay, that's 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 summarising. That's a big summarising. Any right wing people, yeah, they probably yeah, some, yeah. okay. Some people do, but. The idea of a right-wing person is just like, work, uh, be like this, I yeah. must be quite straight and orientated. Left is more, cha- let's say, chaotic and focused, uh, focused on arts and creation. Free thinking. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Left-wing stuff. And, you know, he's talking about, if you're a musician, you have to you have to do, it's not like saying you shouldn't be a musician. It's like, no, you've got to figure it out. He's talking about, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's right. That's fair. And so it's like, I don't think he's right-wing. I think he's got, Certain parts are in that are right wing, certain parts are in that are left wing. But what's wrong with that? I think that's better than fully orientating to one side. Well, even even the even the whole thing of aligning yourself with left or right is just fucking a bit stupid. Just bullshit, yeah. isn't it? Like it, it's almost like the it's there just to divide people anyway. It's not like mm. fucking create left and right so people never. Can live in fucking harmony. <laughs> We're always just disagreeing over something. Yeah. But and I, I suppose there's nothing wrong with disagreeing because that's what. If everyone agreed, then there'd be no conversation. Yeah. If people didn't have their own opinions, then. Like if we both had, like, if we had both had the same exact opinion, then this podcast would have ended a long time ago. <laughs> 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 it would have been yeah, all right, yeah, you, yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, so this was my issue. It was like this guy summarised Jordan Peterson because he had an interaction with somebody at work who was like, the only books that you need in your house are Jordan Peterson, 12 Rules for Life and the Bible. And that's what some guy apparently said to him at work. And he's like, all right, yeah, it's just some fucking guy. Who cares? It's like, if you really want an opinion, then spend time engaging in this content because there's hours and hours of content on there and yeah he's probably fumbled and got it wrong it's like we before we start the podcast we were on about Joe Rogan at the moment using the dreaded n-word and there's a compilation of him saying the n-word like 20 odd times and on his podcast on his podcast yeah and you know people are against him and people are supporting him and you know it's probably going to last for a month or something and then it's going to fade away into the abyss but well, it's like do you, you want to get into this do you want to get into the use of the yeah, 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 no. <laughs> no it's like that do you know that Molly May thing going on yeah, yeah, yeah. she got she got fucking lambasted for about a week everyone just laid the fuck out because no one gives a shit yeah she's gone but he's probably remembered in the back of the mind. Remember, it would be like, remember that Molly Mayfield? Had that one. Ha, ha, ha. But it's heavy though as well, because probably that week, Judge, she yeah. must have fucking been like that. Yeah, because imagine seeing anybody in society, they've already formed an opinion on you based on what they've seen in a newspaper or what they've seen on social media. What someone's told them. They just go, they've formed this opinion. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, so... Yeah, so he said this, and then he's also had people on for the COVID. Well, it's it's a funny thing, because the N-word is a word that was used. Terrible thing. Now, 
people can say other words. For example, uh, if I say the F word, what do you think of? The F word? Yeah. Fuck. Fuck, yeah, but you know, there's a slur for gay people. And how do we just also not consider a word like faggot, for example, is used to discriminate against gay people and just the, the people who exist and love same sex is, you know, they're going to get called that word just because they love someone from the same sex and they've been discriminated against in society. Okay. Okay. Black people have had it worse, but also they're just people. And the problem is it's people against people. And we put everyone in these categories and we use have these terms for them. For example, there's a term in England for, this is one of the most bizarre ones when I think about it. Um, so Pakistan shortened down is summarized for basically any Muslim mm. who is in the UK. Mm. Like it used to be common to say, oh, there's a Paki shop. That you would hear that in yeah. common all, all, yeah, all the time. Every day, yeah. And when you when you really think about that, it's like Muslims can come from all areas of the world, but it's like someone's just summarizing that's become the racial slur. Yeah. Now, okay, slave, yeah, slavery is fucking disgusting. It's a terrible thing that happened. Now, can you say that the N word should never ever be uttered? But then not say that all these other words that we've used to discriminate against all these other groups of society, let's say marginalised groups of society. So people use the shortened word for Pakistani for people from India, for example. Now there's multiple atrocities that were committed by the British Empire to Indians. But that word, okay, you don't, fucking hell, not many people go around shouting it, but it's, you know, you hear it. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, he said the N-word, but there's probably, there's multiple evidence of people saying other words. And that, this is the problem with it, though. It's like, I'm now going, oh, everyone else is saying all these other words as well. It's like, well, the whole thing is just, let's all try not discriminate against people. I've said fucking loads of stupid shit in the past when I was dumb and whatever. Young, dumb, full of cum. <laughs> yeah. A lot of cum. Jesus, the size of my enormous bollocks. Yeah. And, you know, you, it's uh, like, how the fuck do you deal with, oh, Jesus Christ, I said this stupid shit years ago. Years ago, and now you're going to get cancelled for it. And is this, it's like a, a mob. Of people, it's like uh, it's cancel culture, they call it, isn't it? And yeah. they just fucking look. A lot of that happens with footballers as well, I think. Like, I can't remember the most recent one, but a footballer that, like, photo with Wiley, was it? And he was, I don't know, what, what are you, what are you, there was a footballer who got a photo with Wiley, remember Wiley? And apparently, he was, Wiley said some anti Semitic stuff. And it was like they, the footballers must apologise. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't. No, I wasn't talking. I was just saying where some footballers have put a tweet on twenty twelve, fucking years and years ago, and then someone digs it up mm -hmm. 
and it's got like it might not even have racial slurs in it. I don't know what it has in it, but it has some derogatory terms or shit like that. And then it, they pull it up from ten years ago, and then they get fined for it today. It's like, like where do you draw the line here, really? Like, yeah. It's just how can you? I don't know. I don't know. Like yeah. everyone always says, context matters, and context does matter. Yeah, hundred percent matter. Like. If you just say he said the dreaded word, yeah, <gasps> stop him. It's like imagine saying, "Hey, you can't say yeah. any word," and then you say it. It's like, "Oh, cancel him." It's yeah. like, "Well, no, no, okay, he said it in a different way." And I don't know. It's just like, what annoys me? I guess the argument that people can make is like, "Well, it's all right for you white heterosexual men to talk about our ability to say the N word or." Um, to, you know, we haven't experienced discrimination. That's that seems to be the the argument against it. It's like you haven't experienced discrimination. It's like, yeah, true. To be honest, well, we we we'll not know. We we'll know. But I guess if we play the game of freedom of speech, you've experienced gingerism. Yeah, man, I have. You know, it's casual. Gingerism going on in the world. Just ginger cunt. Yeah, you fucking ginger cunt. You know, at times, I've been called a ginger bastard. And it, I guess, you know, I think that's going to get to a point where, you know, there'll be a movement. I think I've seen some things. I think what do you mean? just like how gingers have been discriminated against. Oh, oh right. I think that that might be a thing. Oh, I'm not the head. Movement. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, fucking, you know, life is very complicated. That's that's gonna be my <laughs> summary of whatever I just said. <laughs> life is very complicated. Don't yeah. don't yeah. cancel my already boring, not boring existence, but upcoming. Up, I don't know. What to just don't cancel me. I guess. Please, please. I don't know what you're gonna cancel from me. What are you gonna do? Come around and stop. you stop going to places. Stop, stop, yeah. stop speaking your mind. Stop yeah. speaking your opinions to me because I chose to listen to your podcast. Stop speaking your opinions to me. Yeah, I seen a twenty like this. Saw this video of Joe Rogan saying the N word twenty times. Or twenty, I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot of time. It's like thirty seconds long, and it's posted by a video. But then he, you know, we put a video on. And he was like, listen. This is my opinion on it. And he was like, I apologise for whatever. And then, well, what happens now? Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, like what happens? Is he supposed to give well, in? Exactly. <laughs> Does he just cease to exist? Exactly. What word? Exactly. There's, there's got to be a point where he's apologised, he's whatever, and then, but then what? Because Spotify yeah. on about. Um, cancer. Have I seen things about Spotify on about? I think so. Neil Young. It started with Neil Young. Maybe it's, it has started earlier than this, but the most recent thing that I can remember is Neil Young said that he Spotify needs to get rid of Joe Rogan. It's basically, it's me or Joe Rogan. Spotify was like, Joe Rogan. Because, well, if you think about it, he's getting like 11 million views. We get more, we get more money from yeah, Joe Rogan. 11 million views an episode, people potentially watching, let's say, even 10% of a two-hour episode. Is I'm a fucking hard do maths here. It's what ten percent 
<laughs> 12 minutes? I don't know. Like 12 minutes of play is longer than most songs. If you listen to 10% of a Joe Rogan podcast, like 12% of the... Oh, what am I on about? 12, I don't know. It's a lot. Oh, yeah, That's I what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's just, a lot. Just, yeah, just say yeah. a lot and of money. Then, yeah, it's a lot of money. And then more people came out was like speaking out against it. And then this, this clip, this compilation clip surfaced. Now, I can agree. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, probably probably bad to say that word and he, he said something about uh, apes and compared I think he compared Africans to apes I'm really you know I can't say it directly directly I can't say it exactly the way that he said it you know basically just paraphrasing but he was like okay well, that sounded pretty wrong and, you know bad joke terrible joke and just quite racist then he apologised. Like, oh, okay, well, now what? You know, it's like, well, it's, again, it's like, well, what, what, where'd you go from that? Is it just game over, Joe Rogan? Sell your house, give all your money that you have in your bank account to black people and sacrifice your soul to improving the lives of all black people in the world. Become the gracious hero of black people and make yourself the best person in the world. For black people yeah. that is that what you do or what but then there's also people who just take it as this like left and right things like the left are cancelling joe rogan mm. oh my god it's all these fucking people on the left all these yeah. transgender people like, it's just shit they come out with and it's like why can't it just be like oh you know what he said something that he regrets he's apologized because that's bad that's boring isn't it? Yeah, that's fucking like people love just entertainment a similar thing happened with um aunt Middleton. I don't know if you remember uh, about COVID and then he uh, got he, he did the SAS thing on Channel uh, 4 didn't he and then he, he said something about COVID and it was just a cold or something and then uh, obviously got taken out of context he apologised and then what like you say it wasn't up but then he got he got kicked off, off. yeah he kicked did off did you get cancelled but um, yeah it's more strange than that yeah it's fucking strange and where's the end of this you know are we all going to be hello nice to meet you you know what we were saying like when you learn how to speak a language and you introduce someone hello i am ben i like football it is nice to meet you like is that how we're going to be communicating with each other just like completely robotic and not stuttering and making mistakes you trend on eggshells aren't you yeah you're trying to have a conversation especially with like like um like with like say with like people who identify as these certain genders or binaries or you can't say really anything now without offending some mm. some cunt. <laughs> I, I think it's off- offending. I don't know. From from what I've seen, it's like someone puts a tweet, new the news run with it. This oh my god, people are offended. Draws more attention to it. Then more people get offended by it. Then people are offended by the people who are offended. Yeah. And then it's just like it, it fiddles out. Smells. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had this thought recently when I'm watching stuff on YouTube and it's like we're all fighting for attention hmm. we're all wanting attention people give me attention please please please, please, please. attention validation yeah something. everyone's gotta express themselves differently to get that attention and even if it's on any topic it's like they just want your attention when I said before about Russell Brand it's like okay he's making these these videos or whatever but like the title is just getting your attention so you click on something and do you think for him though he's doing that for a, a different reason? 
Like, is he doing that for monetary gain? My back is in bits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because, so like you say, clickbait titles get clicks, gets him money. Is he, he could, he, you know, how do you look at it? Motives are endless, aren't they? How do you look at it? Is it a terrible thing that someone makes YouTube videos for money? No. 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 But sometimes, I remember it used to be a thing where in the early days of YouTube, it was like, you'd get fucking money or whatever. It was like this huge thing yeah. like, he's getting paid wow yeah. this should definitely making be making content yeah <laughs> know, now it's like expected to everyone, like, everyone jumped on it everyone's like oh you can make money by just fucking filming yourself and yeah. whatever yeah it's yeah. crazy it's it's um it's crazy to think how different the world will be in just 10 years in just, <laughs> just 10 years but what was it 10 years ago 2012 what's going on 2012 well, it was ended in 2012 <laughs> it was Coney Coney was about her money. Was it like 2012? You must remember you, like you had Coney 2012 and your profile picture, banner, regular daily updates. You had everything. Everything related to Coney. No, what did I go? Well, you fade into the abyss. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks. I'm pretty sure the guy who ran with that campaign ended up going crazy and running around the streets naked. There's an internet historian video on this. Internet historian on YouTube is a great YouTube account. It's like all these things that have happened on the internet, he's just broken down and explained them in detail. What happened to him after? Yeah, yeah. Because it was like, we're gonna, remember it was like, we're going to go on the streets, we're going to paint Coney 2012 on the streets. My grandma's got a Coney 2012 t-shirt. Everything's fucking Coney. I'm going to stop this motherfucker. But then it ended up being strange. Well, this is strange. What, 10 years? Yeah, we're going to be. I I wouldn't I wouldn't mind being in a situation where you could get like a Tesla as your first car. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah. You know what I mean, where you got like a shit course an hour. That's pretty decent. For well, they go. They put. They, they are really pushing electric, aren't they? To, even even at our work, they're going. My my company car. It's a hybrid one, so it's not like, um, fully electric, but it's going to cost me forty pound a month. Yeah. Just for and that's insurance for the car. Tax, MOT, service, bloody panel, mad. And I can literally get away with going to work, charging my car at work, and going home, and getting there and back without using any petrol. Yeah. So I've got 40 miles electric. Get a power bank, plug it in. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but it's, they're, they're pushing it at work, and then, like you say, just 10 years. What's it going to be? Don't know, maybe global warming will fucking kill us by then. I don't know. Not fucking, what do I know? Seriously. Well, yeah, yeah, fuck all. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, the fuck do we know? Yeah. Maybe it's all controlled by the, the lizard people. Yeah, you know, the underground and stuff, yeah. you know, living the sea. That's mad, isn't it? We don't know. We literally discovered, like... Hardly anything of this. Is it like 80% of the ocean is un, untouched, undiscovered? Oh. That's fucking weird. I wonder if Mike's picking that up if we're whispering. Yeah, hearing aliens. Maybe the lizard people are listening as well. Yeah. Also, do you have a time that you need to be back to your lovely girlfriend? Yeah, How long have we been going for? Probably two hours. <laughs> ten o'clock here. An alarm set for six. Might be turning that fucking off. Yeah. <laughs> Joss has texted me, my sister. Are you live on air broadcasting to your free followers? <laughs> keep it, Shay. But you are listening, aren't you? I bet you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Red free Joss. Um, should we summarise? I think we've. Yeah, well, I think that nailed it. 
Draw to a conclusion there. I don't think that conclusion. So conclusions are. What did I actually? I wanted to talk to you. About, <laughs> I wanted to actually That's talk to you. Whole point. <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, so it's when you finished. Well, when I spoke to you first time, you were in your CBT. I think you haven't finished it. So now you've finished it. Yeah. This was the main point of it. We've gone a little bit off topic. So it's just taking us. Two hours to answer one yeah, question. <laughs> to get to a question. <laughs> sorry about this, Ben. Um, We've done it five minutes. I <laughs> so I guess my question was, is how are you now? You've done your CBT, you've finished it. Mm. Did you find it beneficial? Mm-hmm. Yeah, massively. Um, it's so mad how it's still a bit stigmatised mm-hmm. because I know the mental health system is quite... It's a underfunded and it's not the best. Not the best. It's no, it's very, very good. But like I say, it's very underfunded and sort of not enough people working in it. So waiting times. Are. But it's it's fucking literally someone there to help you for mm. pretty much free if you go through the NHS. Mm. And for me, I, I maybe I could have done it on my own. Maybe I could have because I was talking openly with Grace. So I wasn't like I was sort of just staying in my own adult because I was speaking to someone about it but actually speaking to someone about it who's qualified sort of knew what they were about the triggers this that and the other it was fucking it was like eye opening because she made me realise things I didn't realise I did myself and things that was potentially triggering x y and z Um, but if there's one thing I'd say for anyone listening to the podcast it would literally be I just don't suffer in silence mm. or you just need it's just I can't ex- ex- explain how much it helped just like not bottling up mm. as soon as you spit that out of your mouth it's almost like sometimes you, you hear it out loud and you go fucking hell that's, that sounds like silly because mm. I remember when I was having like really intrusive thoughts and I actually said them out loud and I was like oh, fucking hell, obviously that's not me mm-hmm. because I said it out loud so and then the old cliche saying or whatever it is like a problem shared is a problem half, yeah. but it's so fucking true. <coughs> That's Grace in a nutshell. Actually, told me that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great quote by Grace. Yeah, no, it's, it's so true. And um, big up fucking Nicola, my uh, CBT woman. No, no, Nicola, my, my, my therapist. Well, yeah, yeah, she fucking out massively. Um, yeah, much better place. Um. I'd say probably, like, I'm never going to be the same, but per- I'm not going to be the person I was before because that, that's impossible because mm. you, you change all the time. But I'm definitely getting back to a place where I feel much more content in myself. Um, and, and I'd say as well, much more true to myself and honest with myself. And there's, th- there's probably, there's probably a few things I was like not really realizing I was lying to myself about mm-hmm. um, and obviously the CBT helped me realise that much more clearly and it was like sometimes and it was when she says it to you or when the person say, says it to you from a, their perspective you sort of almost feel like your ego get hurt and you get a bit of pain you go ooh that's <laughs> I was like I remember a few times I said to her I was like you know like you're attacking me here or what you <laughs> 
Fucking love that. Do you want to take off something? But yeah, no, honestly, um, really, really beneficial. And it's people in it, yes. We're going to pot some pounds after this. Yeah, that's it. Seven o'clock tomorrow. Bing, bing, bing. Right? That's it. Good to see you again, bro. Good to see you, bro. Ciao, ciao. Mm-hmm.